Oh my goodness. It's the best show. How about that? Happens every Tuesday night. 9 p.m. And here we are. Together. On this Tuesday evening. Who am I? I don't know. I banged my head. When I washed ashore. I am not sure who I am. I'm not sure where I am. I'm being told by this guy. Seems like a kindly fellow that my name is apmike.bandcamp.com. That's my name, huh? Wait, no, it's coming back to me. My name is Tom. Not apmike.bandcamp.com. Your one-stop shopping for your masses shirts and your AP Mike headshots. No, my name is Tom Sharpling and I am the host of The Best Show. And tonight, we have an exciting program lined up for you. Tommy Stinson will be in studio. And... We also will have, after the theme, which you know, we are going to hear a debut, worldwide debut, of a song by Sweet Spirit, one of my favorite bands, from their new album, Saint Mojo. We're going to hear a song called The Power, but I said we'd hear it after the theme, of the best show. So let's hear the theme of the best show. Then we can get to the worldwide debut of Sweet Spirit's new song, The Power, from their upcoming album, St. Mojo. But right now, I tell you this, and you listen and you listen good. It's the best show, and here we are. Five, four, wait, okay? Let's do it. Shows about the 
here it is. Without further ado, I present to you the world premiere of a song by Sweet Spirit called The Power from their upcoming album, St. Mojo, comes out in April. Let's check it out, if we can, right now. Check it out together. Let's do it together, huh? How about that? Should we check it out together? Now, if only the stupid thing didn't shift while I was... Here it is, the power!
best show, best show here on a Tuesday night here in February of 2017. My name is Tom Sharpling, the host of the best show. And what did we just hear? Two of the best tracks of 2017, in my opinion. We just heard from John Wesley Coleman III. Now, he started 2017 off with a hot, hot, hot album release. Microwave Dreams. What a great album. Holy moly. It's on Super Secret Records. And that song was called Exotic Tambourine. I love this guy. He's in uh, The Golden Boys. One of the best. New album is pretty awesome. John Wesley Coleman III, you did it again, buddy. Just like Soft Machine said, you did it again. And starting us off, a world premiere from our friends in Sweet Spirit. You know that uh, Sabrina and Andrew, they, they have two bands. They have uh, Sweet Spirit and they have a giant dog. And they are just in two bands making twice as much great music. It's kind of amazing. And their new album, Saint Mojo, comes out on April 8th, I believe. On, was it Nine Mile Records? I think that's it. Nine Mile Records. And they have a band camp up to pre-order it, which I believe is ninemilerecords.bandcamp.com. St. Mojo, and here's something exciting. Sweet Spirit will be playing at the WFMU Performance Space on April 18th, and I will give away two tickets to that show. April 18th. Sweet Spirit live at the WFMU Performance Space in Jersey City, New Jersey. Two tickets I will give away to whoever tweets me at the hashtag is Sharpling Stinson, because Tommy Stinson will be here tonight on the show. Excited about that, Mike? Right? You didn't bring anything to sign, did you? You didn't have the book around. Yeah. Yeah, he loaned it out. Mike loaned the book out. I'm sure Bob Mayer's uh, doing cartwheels here and that. Yeah. Or you, or you get uh, someone to buy a copy. Yeah. Only took the guy six years to write the thing. Yeah, but by all means, because uh, the, the kicker to that is you didn't even, you shoplifted it. Or didn't you? Weren't you bragging about how you shoplifted it? Hold on. April 15th, I'm being told, is the Sweet Spirit Show at the WFMU Performance Space. April 15th, not the previous date, which I had said, which I am disregarding and striking from your memory. April 15th, do you hear me? It's April 15th. God knows why I said the, the, the wrong date on that. Oh, you know why? Because someone told me the wrong date. Not Todd Ophonic Todd, I'll tell you that. Not him. I tell you, 
It's April 15th. And I'm going to give away two tickets to whoever tweets me over with the hashtag Sharpling Stinson, who says something nice uh, of, to me. Whoever says it gets, uh, not everybody who says something nice gets it. I will pick a winner. And you have to be from this area. I don't want somebody to be, we're not flying you in for the show. Not like, you picked me. I wrote something nice about you. I'm from Australia. Great, now I'm going out in my pocket for two tickets and accommodations. Got to put you up at the, the, the hotel where uh, 50 Cent got shot. Yeah, that's in Jersey City, by the way, everyone. Anybody wants to know? You know the one where, you know, 50 Cent brags about the, he was walking around with all that lead in him? He got that from, uh, in Jersey City. And I also want to say this about Jersey City. Jersey City's art game, I don't want to say graffiti, because it makes it sound like people are doing it without permission. There's so much great art on walls and buildings in Jersey City. It is breathtakingly cool now. Have you noticed that, Mike? There is an enormous David Bowie, the size of an actual building. When you're going toward the Holland Tunnel, you can see it. It is so cool. But there is so much great art all over Jersey City. I tip my hat to whoever is behind that. That is how you make a city uh, super cool. And you did it. You did it. So, yeah, so, Mike, you were bragging to me, and I don't know if this is you just bragging about a thing you didn't actually do. You're bragging about how you set the fire alarm off at the Barnes & Noble, and then when they all ran over, then you took the, the, the book and put it in your jacket. Now, you might have been showing off, making up a, a, being a fabulist. Is that what you call it? Were you making it up? He was. He made it up. See, you made it. He made it up. He didn't do that. He bought. You bought the book, didn't you? Yes, he bought it. So he did not set off the fire alarm at Barnes and Noble to create a diversion, and then stick the uh, book in his jacket. He bought it just like the rest of us slobs. I didn't buy mine. Bob Mayer sent me one. Look. I had the guy on the show. Like, I'm not supposed to get a freebie on that? I get no freebies on anything. Guy sent me a book. It was very honored to get it. The phone number, 201-332-3484. What's going on tonight, everybody? We can uh, take some calls, see what's what. Who's good here, Mike? One. Best show. Hey, Tom. This is Adrian calling from San Marcos, Texas. How are you tonight? Adrian, I am well. To what do I owe the pleasure of... hear that. Okay. To what do I owe the pleasure of this call, Adrian? Well, I've been doing some research with some of the historical best shows to the archives, and I wanted to point out how very amazed I was that in early 2005, you made a call out 
that you needed a evening zoo crew. You needed three people in studio with you. And within an hour, the wingman himself, Pat Byrne, had called right. up to volunteer his services. Yeah. That's, that's a very, that's a very interesting footnote in Best Show history, uh, Adrian. Pat, pro, uh, Best Show producer, one of the three, uh, well, there's not just three producers of the show. There's, there's Dudio, the dude who built the studio. There's associate producer Mike, AP Mike. Um, there's Pat Byrne. There's, uh, uh, Sparky Pop. There's uh, a couple other people who uh, are uh, who help out, but sure, Martin Sellis, Martin, of course, Martin, uh, Terry T. I get help from so many people with the show, but here's the kicker, man. This Pat Byrne circled the best show. He had he would call in. He came down on different occasions. He volunteered at WFMU. He was a presence in the W. What, what are you doing there? What, you, what am I doing? Yeah, there's a lot of heavy breathing going on there. What, what is oh, that? no, it's not heavy breathing. I'm sorry. I'm sitting outside and it's frogs out by the pond. I'm sorry. That was not a frog. What kind of frog yes, is that? What is that, a, a 70-foot-high frog? I don't know. Let me walk over and see if I can get a, a louder sound. Okay, well, that sounds like a frog. Yeah, those are frogs. It's that sounds like breathing. That I, first I thing was I, not a frog, though. That was you hyperventilating. It's not hyperventilating. You were making some weird actually, sounds. I'm actually a lot calmer right now than I ever anticipated to be as long as I've been listening to your show, Tom. Good, good. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, Adrian. And you listen to not me. Not only that, oh, with, with, Pat, with Pat wanting to be on your zoo crew, yeah. a few weeks later, uh, on Mike's first night, Pat was there in studio with Mike. It Very was the true. Three of you in studio together. That's Very incredible. true. Isn't that you talk about coincidence and kismet? Yeah, a and, decade and, before you have it on your own. Yeah, the idea that who was in studio for the best show. This is back in the WFMU days. Back in what is this? Two thousand five. Yes, sir. In two thousand five, in February of two thousand five, you had you AP Mike's first show there as the mm-hmm. uh, call screener, and Pat Byrne was there as the joke man for your zoo crew. Unbelievable. And now here, the, the decade plus later, we have reformed in our ultimate versions of ourselves. Yeah, it's very incredible. And on top of that, Tom, just a few months later, Best Show Hall of Famer Purple Shirt said that you should have a show on 24-7. You should have your own studio, your own network. And here we are, Best Show 24-7. 2005 was a very prescient year, apparently, for the Best Show. A lot of... A lot of predictions coming true, right? Yeah, I was very surprised, especially in a little bit bittersweet, laughing about uh, you talking about your favorite show, The Apprentice, and what a doof the host of that is. Um, yes. Yeah, so whatever became of that guy? I don't know. Uh, I remember somebody, what was his name? They used to call him, call him Donald Frump. What I want to know, and look, this is not a political show. I've made it clear. We're keeping politics off the... Well, yeah. Look, I'm talking to the audience now, Adrian. Okay, you've, sorry. You've listened to enough episodes of the show. You should know that once in a while I talk to the audience when I'm on with a caller. So, look, we'll put that into your stat uh, stat list. So, look, and I love you for doing these things. I, can, I, I, think, I think the world of you, bro. I, I do. I, I do. But I'm just... Well, what I'm saying is... Okay. Hold on a second. You, oh, 
on. You gotta be kidding me. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. Goodbye. Goodbye. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. What? What? What is it? The email. Yeah, no, I'm reading it. Yeah. Un, well, Jason has a question here. Uh, do you have a, 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 a... Oh, so, hey, everybody who is looking forward to uh, Tommy Stinson tonight. Yeah, that's not happening. So, run a dun 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 So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yup. Un... What a disappointment. I'm sorry, Tom. That stinks. Yeah, sure does, bro. Adrian. Sure does. Sure does. Yeah, that goes. There goes that. Uh, there goes that uh, thing that was not. Uh, not that uh, we were contacted about to have that be a part of the show. Not anything we were chasing down, but uh, something that. Like, who contacted who on that? Where did that start, Jason? Yeah, I think it did. I was not chasing it down. Yeah, so I've just been told there's a personal emergency. And, uh, yep, which sounds like... After I emailed asking the DVD. Yeah. Yep. I am so close to using language I don't use on this show. If you only knew, I didn't need this tonight. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. This is not what I needed. I barely dragged myself here because there's stuff not working out for me. I didn't need it. Yes? Oh, yeah. No, the frogs are still going. I'm going to let those go for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The frogs are still going. I'm sorry. Would you like me to step inside? No, no. I want you to keep the frogs going while I keep talking, please. Okay, Get you got as it. close to them as you can. Yeah, it's not happening. Not happening. How about that? Yeah. No more rock guests. I, I agree. I agree, uh, Lisa. No more rock guests. No more rock guests. No more guests. That's it. For the history of the show. No more guests. I'm done. I'm done with guests. I didn't... You know? It was the hardest thing for me to come here. I got a lot of stuff going on that's still... Now you're building something. It's clear you're building something in the background. That was not a frog. 
No, that wasn't a frog. That was me stepping inside and the blinds closing. I'm so sorry. That's all right, Adrian. I'm trying to be quiet and letting Adrian. you do your thing. I don't want to be in the way. I'm so sorry. It's all right, buddy. I asked you to focus on the frogs, but you couldn't do it, could you? You couldn't just focus on the frogs. You had to open a screen door. You had to say you opened the screen door. Oh, this is not a good one. This is going to be one for the ages. Not in a good way. Yeah, so, as I was saying, right now there's no sound coming from the call. Now that's just as troubling as anything. Well, now that's the worst part of this whole thing yet. You're acting like a frog, Adrian. I'm sorry. On that note, I'm going to say goodnight, Tom. Adrian, God bless you. Yes, sir. God bless you, buddy. God bless you. God bless all of you. God bless all of you. Every single one of you. Best show. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the best show. This is Graham from Toronto. You got a question for Tommy Stinson? No, I was phoning to uh, sort of cheer you up or try to, anyways. Okay. What do you What do you What do you want to say? What do you want? What? Uh, what you I think you should forget about these guests. The best shows are when you're there by yourself. I think. Well, that's your opinion. People like different versions of the show. We do fifty-two of them a year. Some are going to have guests. Some are going to not have guests. Well, yeah, I know, but I some mean, people love the guests. You don't. Sure. Sometimes they're great, but rock guests forget it. Okay, rock it. Hear that, Mike? Mike, write this down. Rock guests forget it. Forget the okay, rock I'm guests. I'm sorry. No, it's your show. No, 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 no. It's, it's it's all of our show now. Well, 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 well. You don't like rock. You don't like the. You didn't like Kurt Vile last week. Then is what you're saying. No, I love. Oh, so you like that I'm one trying. though? Oh, okay, I'm, so you like some rock guests? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well. Some might say that there are three hours of the show each week and that there's 52 of them a year, so that adds up to uh, over 150 hours, and you might not have every one of those 150-something hours is not going to be perfectly fit fitted to your uh, to, to what you're looking for from I, the show. I'm just trying to say, on behalf of the listeners, I apologize for whoever backed out on you. I know you Tommy Smithson... Bro, I appreciate you. Want to know what? I appreciate. It. I'm sorry I'm being uh, hostile to you. No, I no, appreciate. Exactly. You like the show. I can't, I can't even imagine the frustration you might yeah. be going through right now. But uh, I, your entire audience is behind you 100 percent right wow, now. You're sweet to say that. And I appreciate. It. You know what? I do know that. I'll say this. What's your name again, Junior? Graham. Graham, where are you calling from, Graham? Toronto. From Toronto. Look, Toronto's one of the best cities uh, the, for the best show. You guys have been so sweet uh, to us. I appreciate it, Graham. You're a nice guy. Did you come see me and John live when we played there a year ago? No, and actually okay. about a month yeah. after you played there, I called you at Rush, and I got bad company. <laughs> you called me at a Rush show? No, I called you about Rush, and you bad company okay, me, bad and company. it was one of the best things that's yeah. ever happened to me. Look, so, bro, Graham, you know what? I feel the love. I appreciate the love. I am going to take the love, and I thank you for the love. Power forward, brother. Have a great show. No, it's going to be a great one. Thanks. All right, well, see you later. All right, bye. Hmm. Best show.
Hey, uh, I just watched Bridge of Spies. I want to know if you want to talk about it. Didn't watch it. Seems like a snooze. Yeah, it was weird. It's like Steven Spielberg is, uh, he knows what he's doing and he just goes through the things. I, I don't know what your take is on him. What's that? I don't know your take on Steven Spielberg, but I, but I haven't really been into his stuff recently. Yeah, I have not been into his stuff, uh, uh, too much either. Um, the, these are my favorite Steven Spielberg movies. Yeah. I'm going to name them now. Number Do one, it. BFG. Num- okay. Number two, always. Number three, Peter, uh, Hook. Peter Hook, huh? It was the movie about the New Order bassist. Yes. Do you remember yeah, it? I missed that one. Do you remember it? It was where the bassist from New Order had that pirate ship. It was and with it, a guy who later killed himself. He, you needed to clap your hands to keep him alive. Was that it? No, that happened. That was a part of this pirate's backstory that the previous captain of his ship hung himself. And now he had his own pirate ship and he <laughs> sailed around the ocean yeah. with a yeah. fretless bass, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That he would often play with the parts where he'd be like... My problem is that I think New Order is in excess. I think those two bands are the same. You think New Order and in excess... First of all, I want to say congratulations on on uh, killing what was turning into a good, funny bit I was about to do by... I don't know. I'm feeling this one, but go on. By having to tell everybody your opinion of in excess versus New Order. I'm glad you you stepped in front of... uh, Something I was building. That was a um, great move on your part. I okay. oh no, I was feeling it too. That's why I was starting to build something. But yeah. now, now you uh, had to play uh, Kurt Loader, uh, the Kurt Loader home game, and uh, <laughs> tell everybody that you can't tell in excess from New Order, which is a maybe not something you uh, should be bragging about, and b uh-huh. uh, completely stepped on uh, me doing a thing with Peter Hook as. Uh, the captain of a of a pirate ship, but that's nah, fine. We'll make it. Tell me more about this in excess new order dilemma you sort through oh, when you hear. Okay, okay so just go but, off now. The floor's yours now. You took it away from me. Good. The things I know about New Order are that they had a song that they would leave the stage with, right? Like when they were done playing, they would play that song, and then they would leave the stage, and that would continue playing. That's what I know about that band. And the thing I know about In Excess is that The Devil Inside is a really good song. So I think you are right to say that you were on a better riff than I am. Mm-hmm. I would say it was safe to say that also, just based on, on my uh, credentials, I would say that also. Because you're like a big music guy. And I would also say that I've been hosting this show for a long time, and I'm kind of funny and you can kind of trust that I'm going to go somewhere with things when I'm talking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you know what? You're right because when you start did you I'm sorry and the first I couldn't quite hear you did you say your favorite Steven Spielberg movie was The BFG? Oh, you want to go back to that now? Well, I mean no, I I don't want to this is your show and I don't want to do anything oh, that is it? you don't want to do. Yeah. But but I just was that the first thing you said? It was, yes. All right. See, I did, see, you know what, Tom? I think the problem is I'm just not that smart, and I don't know all these things that you're saying. You know, like, 
I don't know who Peter Hook is. I know uh, Peter Buck from REM. Can you do anything with that? Can I do anything on that? Well, uh, what what am I? Uh, is this a, is this uh, the UCB and you're yelling out suggestions? No, I'm no? just thinking like, what if like Michael Stipe were Windy Darling? That would be something. Um, get off my phone. You're the worst, bro. The worst. Best show. I'll tell you, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, for one, am glad the one guy didn't show and that guy got to do some stuff because I, I want to hear more of that. You want to hear more of what he was doing where yes. he would say something, he would say something, and then I would try to turn it into something, and just when I had turned it into something, he right. would then blurt out something else that took right. me off point. I love it. I think it's a great concept. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, I love I love that sort of pacing for the show. Yeah. It shows a real you know it shows a real appreciation for for what we're trying to do here. Sure does. He knows what he's doing. I think you should take a back seat and let him drive the show. Yeah, I should. Maybe uh maybe he, uh, Tommy Stinson can come down with him and the two of them can can uh jam on some Hey, speak speaking of. Yeah. I think you might remember me. This is replacement Steve. Replacement Steve. What's up? I, what? I, was in the, I was in the studio that one night with the guy, what's his name, Bob Mayer? That's right, yes. Bob Mayer, the yes. guy who wrote Trouble Boys. Which, Great uh, book, one of the yeah. best. It was one of the best, and still is. Still is, yeah. yeah. So, um, is this thing happening? I, I, I got my cassette recorder ready. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is this happening? It is not happening. I just oh, got geez. word that it is not happening. Huh. That uh, there was a personal emergency came up. Got it. Which okay. I, uh, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to riff a little bit? Do I want to riff? Sure, let's riff. Let's yeah. riff replacement Steve. All right. What do you want um, to talk about? All right. Let's uh, let's rank the uh, replacement solo albums. Okay. I, I want to put Bash and Pop uh, at, at number one. Friday Night is Killing Me, but now I'm a little miffed. Yeah, you wanted to put that one first. Yeah. Then what so would now, be next? Suicane gratification. No, I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put stereo. Stereo, okay. Yeah, and then horseshoes and hand grenades. I was gonna say that, or seventy five percent less fat. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about uh where uh where where are you going to put uh homemade gorilla new, mask? Can't get past the title. Uh-huh. I'm going to put I'm going to put the new old me, uh, which is of course the Slim Dunlop uh solo. Uh-huh. I'm going to put that four. Mhm. Uh let's rank Mhm. Now now I think we should logically rank Jack Earl Haley films. Well, I'm not done ranking these though. Oh, you're I'd not. like to put if we're going to rank replacement solo stuff, I'd probably put um, Perfect ha- had an EP curl- called When Squirrels Play Chicken. I, I had it. Mm-hmm. And um, is Chinese Democracy technically a solo album? Yes. Okay. What about what about Appetite for Democracy 3D? Yes. You great, put- fil- great film. Yeah, I, I remember li- lining up 
And then the theater manager coming out saying, folks, we just can't fit any more people into the theater. It's a fire hazard in there. The floor is full. Yeah. It there's, just, there's not any more room for anyone to lie down on the floor here. People were lying down behind the screen. Right. Like he had sold seats behind the screen. <laughs> yes. So you're watching the movie backwards. You're hearing it, yeah. You're hearing Oh, oh yeah. and also, uh, that, that Peter Hook film you're talking about? Yeah. It was called Low Slung. Low Slung, which is how he yeah. held his base. That's, that's correct, yes. Who do you think... So he held his base super low. Right. And here, well, here's one for you, uh, Replacement Steve. Yeah. Peter Hook, lowest slung uh, guitar. Let's call mm -hmm. a bass a guitar. John Dwyer, highest slung from the OCs? I was going to say either him or anyone else under the age of 30 in a band right now. Oh, burn! You, so anyone under 30 in a band, they tend to they tend to sling it high. I think it's a reaction to the Peter Hooks of, of uh, yesteryear. Mm -hmm. Who was in that movie? That was, um... That was Jackie O'Haley, wasn't it? Was in what movie? The Peter Hooks of yesteryear. The Peter Hooks of yesteryear. That was the Very movie... Very limited release. If I'm not mistaken... It was inspired by the Dylan one, where it yes. was all the different people playing the different facets of Dylan. Right. It was all these people playing different facets of Peter Hook. Mm hmm The Peter Hooks of yesteryear. Hacienda era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fighting Peter. with Bernard Sumner. That's right. Um, the, them in the studio saying, we can do this. We can make a comeback. We can come all the way back. Right? That's right, yeah. We're at number one, boys. That's Peter Hook walking into the studio holding up a record mirror. You know who played Bez in that movie? Who played Bez in the Peter Hooks of yesteryear? Yes, yeah. Oh. He, he, had, he, had, he had like a little, uh, little tertiary uh, segment there. He, uh, it was Benicio Del Toro. He played Bez, the hype man from... From, um, from, um, oh, come on, man, from Happy Mondays. Yes. How does it feel to treat me like you do to cancel on the best show a half hour into the night? I thought that you were gonna be here. I thought that you would be here. I thought you I were going to... I arranged the entire night. Yeah. How does it feel? Yeah. Oh, but by all means, let's reschedule. Just got an email. Yeah, let's reschedule. Top priority for everyone. By all means, right? Yeah, let's do this I would, twice. I would mark, I'm marking it on my calendar right now. Let it's next week, right? I'll clear your calendar, Steve. God, God knows you don't have anything big next week, right? Nothing. Not that I know of. No, no. No, nothing Nothing that's going to blow people uh, away next week. I, d I doubt it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you yeah. going to the uh, Newbridge Pop and Rock thing on uh, Saturday? I'm, I'm hoping to. You got tickets? Um, I do, do not. 
Oh. Is it or is it completely sold out? Are you, it sells out like an in a minute. You know that. So this is fifty go, years. So this is going to be like a. Uh, it's the fiftieth anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I'm Sorry, looking. Uh, I'm looking at an appetite for democracy 3D situation here. Right. Absolutely. You'll be lucky if you can lay on the on the macadam behind the the uh, auditorium. Right. Imagine the theater when Appetite for Democracy 3D when they start playing that. And then they then they go. Not yet, everyone. Yeah. This one's called Madagascar from Chinese Democracy. Yeah. Um. Here's the track listing for the movie. Here's the track listing for the movie Appetite for Democracy. Chinese democracy. That's a song. Yes, that's what the mo- was, I, that's what it starts off with. Oh, okay. Welcome to the jungle. I know that one. It's so easy. I know that one. Mister Brownstone. I know that one. Estranged from Use Your Illusion Two. I, I've heard the title. Rocket Queen. I know that one. Then one of Axl Rose's favorite songs to cover. Oh, please be an interminable uh, rendition of Live and Let Die. When you were young and your oh. heart was an open book, you used to say, live and let live. <laughs> you know you did, you know. And that would have probably been Tommy Stinson. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. All right, what's next? And in this ever-changing world in which we live in, one of the great lines of all time. And then I wonder if he goes low. Makes you give in and cry. Then This I Love from Chinese Democracy. Never heard of it. Then Better from Chinese Democracy. Never heard oh, of here, it. Oh, here's a treat. Here's a fun one for the fans. Motivation. Uh, a, a Tommy Stinson solo number from v- Village Gorilla Head. Really? Is the tenth song in this Guns N' Roses concert film. Interesting. Catcher in the Rye, which is a song from Chinese Democracy. Okay. Street of Dreams, another Chinese. This is a, this is a thing that, what do you do? What's the equivalent of buying a t-shirt at a concert movie? Cause it's two Chinese Democracy songs, a Tommy Stinson solo song, and then two more Chinese Democracy songs. Like, is that, do you just go buy popcorn at that point? Partway maybe, through a movie? Yeah, maybe they're selling little bobbleheads? I don't know. And then, you could be my own. Then please, t- please tell me they do uh, the other cover that I love. There, I see, I see a few more covers coming okay. here on I'll this. Okay, keep going. Then, Sweet Child of Mine, right at the halfway point. That's only halfway? Yeah, there's 25 songs. That's song number 14. The encore. Yeah. I'm sure oh. people thought that when when Guns N' Roses broke into Motivation, the Tommy Stinson solo song, that, well, this has to be the end of the movie. Now, they're probably right. going to play Paradise City. and um, But no, it uh, Sweet Child of Mine, and then a cover. Okay. Another cover. Is it, oh, give me a hint. Um, I've never heard them cover this one. It is not nearly as overdone as the... Is it, is it punk? No. 
is it classic? Is it a classic? It's, class, rock it's song? classic rock, definitely. Like, uh, is it by the Rolling Stones? It is not. One oh, of the major, by... one of the major classic rock bands. Oh, TSOL. No, a little more major than that. Okay. Um, Pink Floyd. You got it. Is it? It is. Is it? Uh... Oh, please don't tell me it's like. What's the dumbest one they could it's, cover? It's got to be Run Like Hell. Dumber. Mother. More obvious. Uh, one where you'd be like, why is anyone covering this? The school song. <laughs> Another Brick in the Wall uh, Part 2. Yes. The they, school song, yes. You got that? it. The school song. Ooh, hey, teacher, <laughs> leave them kids alone. <laughs> All we are is just another brick in the wall. I like when you do it low because it sounds like I can picture you holding like a cigar. I'm holding a pen when I do it. This is the funny thing. I'm singing into a microphone, but I hold a pen in front of my mouth as if I'm holding a microphone. Oh, hey. I love how it's almost like Curly, too. Like it's you sound like Curly from the Three Stooges. Really? Yeah, do can you incorporate Curly into this? Into another brick in the wall part into Guns N' Roses doing another brick in the wall part two? Yes. Yeah, and it can just be you doing the thing on your head that Curly does. You know? Okay. So it'd be like We don't need no education. Bing minute 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 bing minute minute. Thought control. Then he'll be like, "Ooh, hey, you watch it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, ooh, yuck, yuck, yuck. No in the classroom. Okay, so they do that. Then oh, they then they go into November rain. Oh, these songs are all like ten minutes long. Yeah, this 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 movie must be four hours at this point. Mm-hmm. Then, thankfully, oh, here's a good breather. To, if you just if you've been enjoying yourself too much with all those hits in a row, mm-hmm. here's a song "Objectify" by Bumblefoot. <laughs> <laughs> now he's not the guy with the the basket the basket on his head, is he? No, that's Basket Face. Okay. Right. I think so. Yes. Where it smells like fried chicken inside Basket Face's basket. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah. Bumblefoot is what? That's he's like a guitar player. I I think he might be. Okay. Um. Then they do "Don't Cry." I've heard that title. Then "Civil War," another one. Okay. Then two covers back to back. Jesus. All right. Uh, give me a hit on the first one. A band. Classic rock band? Big, another major classic rock band. TSOL. No, you said TSOL. They do not do any TSOL the entire show. Okay. Um, not, uh, we've already heard the Beatles. We've heard Pink Floyd. It's not, um, is it Highway to Hell? It's not Highway to Hell. Older band than that. Bill Haley on the Comets. No, it's not, although that would be pretty cool. We're just like, oh, I'm 
just a one-eyed cat peeping in a seafood store. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm just a one-eyed cat peeking in a seafood store. Right, we like, shake, rattle, and roll. Although they might have done, why would that be surprising? They did an album of, where they did that song, why don't have much, like, since I don't have you. What is that? That's on the spaghetti incident. What's it called? What's the song called? Since I don't have you, the old, By who? the, the old doo-wop song. You're kidding me. No, they, I thought it was all punk, punk songs on that record. No, they do that song. Oh, I give up. Can you believe the idea that Guns N' Roses would do? Who suggests that? Gotta be him, right? Um, yeah, I, I would guess, I would guess it would be the insane person. You in don't the, think Matt Sorum is going, oh, hey guys, we should do this, this old doo-wop number. I, you don't, so you don't think, you think Matt Sorum, there's a chance he's saying, Look, I know I've suggested it a hundred times. Guys, we gotta do Since I Don't Have You. Like he's telling Axel Rose, you have to do it. I know you're in charge of this thing and you I've watched you fire everyone involved in it. But I'm going back to the mat on this one. Mm-hmm. You gotta do Since I Don't Have You. And then finally he's like, Fine, let's do it. Yeah. I tell you, this bum, this bum didn't show up. This bum is a bum. All right, keep, keep okay, going. Sorry, you're like, right, you're right. So uh, this one ma- more song, Max. Right? Well, no, this cover song. Oh, my God. I, mean, I didn't guess You were still yet, trying to guess. Uh, uh, it's a big band? Huge band. Led Zeppelin. Oh, uh, 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 a hair less big but enormous. Maybe, you know... Aerosmith, Aerosmith. Bigger than Aerosmith. I might even have been wrong to say this band probably just as big as Led Zeppelin in their own way. All right, the biggest bands of all time. Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, Mm -hmm. the Beatles. Yeah. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Already smaller than this band in in terms of actual moving units. Boston, the Eagles. No. That's not funny. That's a fact. That's the number one album of all time. Laugh yeah. it all laugh it up back there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Call you're calling him out. You hear that, right. Dudio? Replacement Steve just called you out. That's right. The band you named, uh, th- this band is closest to the Beatles and Rolling Stones. Kept going though. Still together. Still together. Yes. Oh, I'm embarrassed for myself. Um, Four members, two are dead. Black Sabbath. No, everyone's, everyone's alive. And, okay. The Who. Yeah. What Who it song is, does Guns N' Roses cover? Um, Please don't tell me it's Eminence Front. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it Off It's Hard? It's not Off It's Hard. Okay. No. Is it, uh, please don't tell me it's Pinball Wizard. It's not. Is it? Oh, it's got to be Bob O'Reilly, right? Very close. It's Wonka Fold Again. No, very close. My though. wife. Bargain. Not, not my uh, wife. Is it on who's next? I think it is, if I remember correctly. Who's next? Song is over. 
No. It's not. I don't know what else. Wait, no. It was. On, it was on. Uh, it was not on that. It was. It was. Uh, yes, it was on Meaty Beaty Big and Bouncy. Box. It was on Meaty Beaty Big and Bouncy. Okay, that's our greatest hits. Like uh, my generation can't explain any way, anyhow. It's from nineteen seventy. Seventy. Oh, please don't tell me it's Long Live Rock. No. Good Lord, what? Oh, can you tell him I got my face down in a pillow? I can hear it. I can hear how frustrated you are, replacement. All right, I'm going to remain in this pillow until I guess this. All right, it's 1970. It's from 1970. Is it on a regular record? I don't think so. I think it was a single. Well, that's what Long Live Rock was. Yeah, well, Steve, I don't know Um, what to tell you. Oh, it's, um, oh, I know it. It's, uh... It's the Smithereens uh, covered it. Also. Oh, behind the wall of sleep. <laughs> no, that's not a cover. Oh, William Wilson. Zen Gorilla also covered it. Oh, Rush covered the, it. To the audience, I just say I'm I'm mortified uh, that I'm in this position. It appears in the opening credits of Bill Maher's American documentary film Religulous. Oh. I asked Timothy Leary, but he yeah. couldn't mm-hmm. help me yep. either. They called me the seeker. That's right. Oh, can you do Axl Rose doing it now? They call me the seeker. I've been searching low and high. Ooh, I can't get to get what I'm after. Till the day I die. I asked Timothy Leary. What is oh, this? Do this, do that same line, till the day I die, and yeah. then go into that part of play that funky music, white boy, where he goes, till you die. Wait, until you die, that part? Yes. I've been searching low and high, high. Ooh, I won't get to get what I'm after, till the day I die. Till I, I die. Bring, bring, bring. And they want dancing, dancing and singing and moving to the groove and dancing. Somebody with a and God without. Right? Yes. All right, what's next? Another cover. Oh. That's got to be the, that, the only Dylan song I don't like. <laughs> yeah. It's, have it's the, the worst. It's the worst Bob Dylan song that he's made the most money off of of any of his songs. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Imagine when Bob Dylan hears the Guns N' Roses cover, and oh, he man. has to just go, huh. Oh, okay, that, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's really going for it on the, on the vocals. Or when he runs into Axl Rose and knows that he has made he has made nine hundred thousand dollars on publishing from this guy's terrible version of yeah. his song. Yeah, man, th- real good. Thanks, man. Hey, Bob, it's me, Axl Rose. What's up, man? <laughs> Bob, how are you? You be Bob Dylan. I love Bob. That's how he talks too. Bob, what's up? You be Bob Dylan. Replacement. Okay, Steve. okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, man. Just hey, I like that uh, that version of that of, of my song that you did. Oh, thanks. Knocking on heaven's door. 
more like knocking on heaven's. I had to censor myself. Well, in, my, in my version, he says something bad about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that he couldn't even he couldn't even swallow couldn't, the yeah. he couldn't even get past the moment to no. to make some reference that it sucked. Yeah, yeah. He um. So they do that. Then there's four more songs. No. All right, we haven't heard "Welcome to the Jungle" yet. No, we did. Uh, "Welcome to the Jungle" was second. It was. Yeah, it was after, so long ago. I don't remember. I know it was four and a half hours ago. There's no more hits left. There's a uh, couple more hits. We've heard "Sweet Child of Mine." We've heard "Welcome yeah. to the Jungle." We've heard "Mr. Brownstone." We've heard "Mrs. Brownstone." Mm-hmm. They did "Mrs. Brownstone." There's an appetite. There's two more appetite songs to go. Oh my god. The only song on that record I know is November Rain, and we heard that like three hours ago. Well, that was not on Appetite for Destruction. Oh. Uh, they do, well, Night Train. We heard, okay. And then there's a song from Lies. Remember Lies? There's two. Oh, Immigrants and Fs, yeah. No, not that one. Uh, one. One in a million. The one where he was just a character on it. Yeah. I was a character. Well, that's what Steve Bannon is doing. I'm just a character. I always think of that. It always reminds me of like in, in class of 84 when he, when, uh, the hoodlum is hanging from the, from the light fixture and he's right, saying to right. the, he's like, teacher, 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 I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid. And then the teacher tries to help him out and then the kid like tries to slash him. Right. Yes. It's like the kid probably should have waited till the teacher lifted him out of the, thing before he tried to slash him yeah slash him when you're on solid ground yeah but he was barely hanging on this thing tried to slash him and then falls and then it gets hung over the school band playing the 1812 overture i remember that yeah well the song is i guess this must be a little acoustic set they break out a little mini acoustic oh, set. patience patience well, patience is that, but the one before it is like, oh. like a Guns N' Roses closest thing to a novelty song. Oh, my dingling! Not my ding. It is there, my dingling. Is it a known song? Yes. It's like a dumb. It's it's it is what it, to a, to the metal community what my dingling would be. It's as dumb as my dingling is, but with. With a, a, an aggressive, misogynistic metal streak. A streak that only those metal guys could have. I might not know this song. I used to love her, but oh, I had I to it. kill her. Boo, thumbs yeah, down. Yeah. That is like a metal version of my dingling. It is. And then they end the show with Paradise City. 25 songs in. Oh my god. Yeah. I give up. I know, right? Terrible. I'm not for, that's, that's, not for, that's not for us, Tom. It's not for us? That world. That world. No. Well, I will say the DVD, it, it, it did win Best 3D Music Entertainment Feature at the 2015 International 3D and Advanced Imaging Society Awards. Which I couldn't get tickets for. Me neither. I wonder who accepted. Well, what might that sound like? If he went to it and accepted, I would say who you know who would probably accept for it would probably be like accepting Not for Guns and Roses. 
Dizzy Reed. Hey, everybody. We did it. We did it. I just want to thank everybody. I just, I just want to thank everybody over at, uh, I'm trying to see who the production company is. Like, yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is what he would say. Dizzy Reed, accepting the thing. I just want to thank everybody over at Interscope. Want to thank Carrie Osmussen for directing job. Amazing. Barry Summers, some of the best producing we've ever seen on, on a thing. And I'm going to say, when it comes to awards, these are the ones that matter, you know, you know, Grammys, People's Choice Awards. I could take it or leave them, but you know, the awards you treasure are awards like this one, the best 3D music entertainment feature here at the 2015 International 3D and Advanced Imaging Society Awards. I will not forget this. And on behalf of the band, uh, uh, Axel, Tommy, DJ, uh, Bumblefoot, Richard, Chris, Frank, Richard, <laughs> Richard Fortas. Okay. I want to thank, you know, Axel, Tommy Stinson, DJ Ashba, Ron Bumblefoot Thigh, uh, uh, Ron Bumblefoot Thigh, DJ Ashba, the lead guitarist, Richard Fortas, Chris Pittman, Frank Ferrer, Chris Pittman, the keyboard, the other keyboard player. There's two keyboardists. Yeah, he also does backing vocals and tambourine. Okay. And Frank Ferrer. And of course the dancers, Cassandra, Sofer, uh, Setili, Angela Acosta, Lisa Cannon, and, and Tara McClintic, the aerialists, Alyssa McCraw, and Kelly Milladon, and the pole dancers, Ashley Park and Ashley Mace. The, the pole dancers for this video are both named Ashley. And that's their B show. That's not even the A show they usually do. For, for GNR? Yes. Yeah, this is the B show. So that's what it would be like if Dizzy Reed accepted the award for the 2015 International 3D and Advanced Imaging Society Awards uh, Award for Best 3D Music Entertainment Feature. Well, it's been it's been said a lot, but I do love your impressions. Thank you, uh, Replacement Steve. I'll yeah. uh, I'm going to uh, say good night. Okay, you. that's fine because I've been on the can the whole time, so I'm oh, about done. What horrible? Okay. All right. Well, have a great um, night. All right, persevere. Thanks, bro. All right, namaste. Right back at you. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No show. Mike? This is what I want you to do. There's pads out there, right? First thing I want you to do. First of all, do you guys want pizza? I don't know. Do you want pizza? Mike, you're good? Pat? Pat, almost. Okay, no pizza. Yeah, you want chicken? You can get chicken wings, Pat. Wingman. You can get them, okay? Let's get, Pat can get chicken wings, wingman can get chicken wings. Get one pizza pie, please. And, uh, wings for Pat, for the wingman.
And Mike, what do you want? What do you want? A shrimp parm? No, really. What, you want something to take home, Mike? Bailed on the show. This better be some kind of emergency, I'm telling you. Yeah, sounds like the emergency sounds like I sure don't feel like driving into New Jersey. Because I have been promoting all day and I don't want to. I didn't want this. I didn't want this. I didn't want this. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I'm not blaming anybody on our team. Don't worry. Don't worry, dude. This is not, this is not you. This is not anybody out there. You're here. Right? Unless you're not here. What are you going into party with Tommy Stinson? Hey, where'd Dudio go? He's going in. I tell you. Deleting the album right now. Where is it? Right off my hard drive. Bash and pop. Delete it. Right now. Right to the, right to the, get it off here. Get it out of scrub, uh, scrub the stink of this bad night out of my life. Can you believe it? Get it out of here. Delete the whole thing. Right to the right to my uh, trash can on my computer. Delete from library. Are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Do you want to move it to the trash or keep it in? No, let's move to trash. Here we go. Oh, there's my trash. Hey, let's empty the trash. Empty trash. Well, you know you can't undo this action. No, I'll empty it. Never. Never. I didn't want it. You guys want this? You, you, you want it? Then you bail on it. And thanks for the heads up too. Yeah. 930. That's when I find out. Go away. What's that? Studio was in the street. So you're going to order those wings? Pat? Yeah. Yeah, let's order it. Get the wings. Get your wings. Get as many as you want. You're not? Why not? You're the wingman. It's what you do. Mike drinks Coors Light. You eat chicken wings. And by the way, Pat has a show coming up this Saturday. You know Pat uh, does a show over at WFMU. And his show airs every Saturday night, uh, and this Saturday is a live Prove It All Night, which is the name of his show, and it is Saturday, February 25th, the return of a live Prove It All Night, 9 p.m. over at the WFMU Performance Space, and the guests include Vic Ruggiero, Nick Turner, Mo Fry Pasek, Seth Herzog, Caroline Busa, Busa, and then guest DJs, <gasps> Sunshine in the Rain, one of my favorite bands. We heard the premiere of their song last week. They're a great album. This is where all those things are getting premiered. And it's a, it's a benefit show for the, for the, what, for WFMU? Yeah. Cause the marathon's coming up. So this is a benefit show. So go show your support. A lot of great guests. And there's a, and Pat is the anchor for the whole thing. There's, you don't have to worry about any of these guests. It's 
Pat. Pat will be there. That's what it's worth of the, the, the money to get in. It's ten dollars suggested. So don't be a cheapo. Do the ten dollars. This Saturday, February twenty fifth. Prove it all night with Pat Byrne live. And uh, Dudio, you have a thing. The UCB Chelsea on Monday. What's that? Maud night? Dudio will be there on Monday at UCB Chelsea doing, what are you doing now? 9.30, my uh, sketch team uh, bunt. His sketch team bunt? bunt? Yeah, like bunt cake. Like bunt cake, okay. Bunt. Okay. So they will be there. So that's Monday at the UCB Chelsea. Anything you want to plug, Mike, other than apmike.bandcamp.com? That's it. Can you believe this uh, this no show, Mike? Yeah. Disappointing to say the least. Big fan, yeah. Not me anymore. Nope, I'm done. Waste my time. What am I saying? Like I got to do that? Like I can't do the show without that? A waste of my time. All the planning and everything. Unbelievable. Get lost. You and your dumb band. Get out of here. No one cares. No one cares. Waste my time. How dare you? I'm having a terrible time, and this this is what happens. I want to. If I had a choice, I could have. If I could have pressed a button and not done the show tonight, I would have done that. Because I'm I'm sorting through some some stuff, and it's truly not easy. And I was hoping it wouldn't be here with me this week, but it certainly is. And there ain't nothing I could do about it. I'm trying to get past it, trying to move on. And look, it's not health stuff. It's not. It's not health stuff, so you just have to take that at a point and say, you know what? Glad it's not health stuff. It's not. It's bad, though. Uh, below that, it's work stuff. Yeah. It's like uh, everything's in the turlet, man. It's all in the turlet. So you ordering that pizza or what? Yeah, plain pizza is fine by me. Yeah. Plain pizza and how, what, how many wings you getting? No, you got to get wings. No, get wings, please. It's your thing. You really don't want wings? I'm, I'm not terribly hungry. I mean, if you want me to get wings, just to get wings. Just get a small order of wings. Are you serious? Yeah. Get that smell Yeah. Wing stink. We got to get that wing stink going. Will you eat wings, Mike? Michael have some. See, Pat, Michael have some wings. He'll join you. You'll wingman will have a wingman. Are they boneless wings? Yeah, don't worry, Mike. They're free. Are they bon- like you wouldn't eat them if they would bone? You'd eat them if they had razor blades in them. You'd pick around. <laughs> yeah, right, Mike. Oh, these have bones. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, now Andy Kindler wants to know if he should call Bob Odenkirk. No, that's all right. You can you can hold off on that. Bob Odenkirk called one time. It was a fantastic, very generous. Uh, he was on Gary the Squirrel's uh, Breaking Bad uh, recap show, Breaking Nuts, and um, 
Yeah, he uh he uh was on that. He was on that and uh but he called he was online at a uh, like a copy shop or something. I can't even remember what he was doing. I think he was getting like uh something mimeographed or something. Right? Is that what it was? Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Daniel. Daniel, what's up, Daniel? How are you doing? Oh, just amazing. I, uh, I, I caught wind that there may be some things going on with your guests tonight on, on the internet. I apologize, I haven't been listening to the show up to this point. So, you caught wind that there's something going on with my guest. Well, I don't have a guest. I know, that's what I heard, and I'm calling to express my apologies and to talk to you about something that I think will make you laugh. Well, let's find out if it will. Let's find, wait, do I know this Daniel? I know this Daniel. Okay. Yeah, Daniel Rolston. Yeah, okay, I didn't know. Say who it is! Say it's you! You almost got hung up on! You know, I've never told the show before, so. It's very interesting. I didn't want to be presumptive. Look. You broke the seal on this, on this bad boy. I know who you are now. You're in the clear. Oh. You're in the clear, okay. Daniel, at Daniel Ralston. Yeah. And this is a guy, he's like, I did low times with this guy. I know this guy. This guy's a friend of mine. I know who this is. So let's uh, hear the thing I would laugh at. Let's, I want to hear what I would laugh at. I, I've been thinking about Creedence Clearwater Revival re- recently because you said something about how John Fogarty said Boynton and Elvis said Burnett. Yes, Elvis, who actually was from the South, sang Burning. And yeah. John Fogarty, who was from the Bay Area, Yeah, like sang, El Torino, I think? Yeah, yeah, a guy who, uh, yeah, guy who was basically from Berkeley would yeah. sing Boynton. Uh, so it's been very rainy here in Los Angeles lately. I heard. On the ra- on the radio, I heard the song. Have you ever seen the rain? And were they playing uh, it because they were just like, well, I guess we're all seeing the rain tonight. It's uh, how's everybody? In, yeah, they were leaning into it. Okay. Um, and I think that's an amazing thought. Like I will say that overall, the, the end result is great. Uh, but there is a moment at the two minute and six second mark in that song. That when it came on the radio, made me laugh out loud. In Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Yes. And I would just say that if you immediately replayed that moment, it would make you laugh too. Let me tell let me see here. I can type this in because I know it's not bash and pop. I deleted that off my computer. Let's yeah, see. That's probably it's gone forever. Uh-huh. I think it's spelled yeah. credence wrong. It's not with a K, it's with a C. Hold on. That's a very different band. Yes. Do you think anybody who's ever seen Creed and they were just like, somebody's like, if they're just like, this is Creed, it's Clearwater. And so he's like, wait, read the whole thing. He's like, no, nah, I know what it is. It's Creed. It's like they're just in a rush and they're just like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I know these kids. It's, 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 it's Proud Mary. I Don't worry. Let's go. This is what we're going to see tonight. And it's like, no, no, this it really is not that. I'm telling you. Keep reading. It stops after the letter D. Ah, it's great. It's Clearwater Revival. Please. Yeah. Like, like, there's a band that's going to be called Creed. Yeah. 
and then they go see it, and then it's like, wait a minute. This isn't what I thought it was. This is... Now, let's see here. I'm trying to find it. I have it on here somewhere. Have you ever seen The Rain? From the hit album Pendulum. Not Pendulum. Uh Uh-huh. From the album Pendulum. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, one of the greatest bass lines in this song. Let's see. The greatest bass line ever, everybody knows, is obviously the Fat Albert theme. Uh, um, Seinfeld? Secondly is Seinfeld. Third is maybe this song. Let's see. So the two the two minute and six second mark will make me laugh. I know that's a lot of time to get through, but it's a great song. Well, I'm going to jump ahead in it, though, too. I'm okay, not going to. Yeah, sure, okay. I can't sit here right, and stare we... at it for two minutes. Here we go. Hold on. I'm playing it. You can't hear it, but I can. Okay. Wait, that scream? Yes. At the two other. Okay. If you listen to before the scream, into the scream, that scream seems like a weird choice for a guy from California. Look, it's a weird choice. That's a weird choice for anything. The scream. I know, for some reason, when I heard it on the radio, it made me laugh out loud. The song is two minutes and 40 seconds long, and he's screaming two minutes into it. Yeah, it's very strange. I, I just thought that would make you laugh. You know what? It's. I'm going to say this. It didn't make me laugh, laugh. I uh-huh. see why it's funny. I'm a bad laugher. Everybody knows I'm a bad laugher. Why? Yeah. This show. It killed my ability to laugh. This show killed it so I don't laugh on Mike like a goon every time I want to laugh at something. Nobody wants to hear I somebody kept... going. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear yeah, that. I... So this show slowly throttled the laugh from my heart. All for well, you, I, little monsters. Wait, no, that's uh, taken already, right? Yeah, that's already that's been used. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't call you dimwits. Who says dim? No, what's his face? Zooks says, uh, what's up, dummies, or whatever on uh, how did this get made? Isn't that what he calls the audience, right? And then uh, uh, Mike Wilbon calls the audience, see you tomorrow, knuckleheads. He calls them knuckleheads oh. uh, at the end of Pardon the Interruption. Um, what can I do? That's a, what can be an insult? And Lady Gaga calls her fans little monsters. Uh huh. Friends, I can't. What do I call you? Dip s's. Is that a thing I can uh-huh. say? All right, we'll be back next week. Dip s's. It should definitely have a curse word in it. That just turns over a new leaf. <laughs> yeah, but if I don't curse, is it funny to just call the audience dip s's? Hey guys. I don't know, you might just have to go all in. We'll be back next week. See you see you next Tuesday, dip S's. Mike loves that. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be see over at Tuesday a- is nice too. Yeah. It's gonna be over at apmike.bandcamp.com. They'll probably give shirts up there now. Say see uh-huh. you next week, dip S's. Because uh-huh. he's like the Mike at this point is like the parking lot of a, of a, of a concert now. <laughs> APMike.bandcamp.com is like the parking lot. Well, Tom, if I may, I think somebody needs to make the heavy metal parking lot about Mike and his crew. About Mike and his, that would be, yeah. Mike and his crew hanging out 
with the 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 Dwayne Reed parking lot. Instead of heavy metal park, because they did heavy metal parking lot, they did Neil Diamond parking lot, Harry Potter parking lot. For Mike, it would be um, Blu-ray. For Mike, it would be Dwayne Reed. It would be Dwayne Reed bootleg DVD parking lot. Yeah, and. And ironically, it would be half of the people from Heavy Metal Parking Lot would also be in it. Like that guy in the they zebra stripe. Yeah, that guy in the zebra yeah. stripe shirt's probably still in the parking lot being like, You got Split, man? I'm looking for a copy of Split. He's, uh, he's got a different camera crew on him, though. Who does? They're making, like, the guy from Heavy Metal Parking Lot. So it's, they're both making their own yeah. documentary. Everybody's making their own parking lot themed movie and yeah then that's when you just hope for uh just for the for the for the rain to come and wash it all away to bring it back to john fogarty you hope for just like yeah well not to bring it back but i think if like the gregory brothers or something made a remix of that scream and have you ever seen the rain it would make you laugh out loud look gauntlet the gauntlet's thrown down thrown down i know that Andrew's out there, Andrew Gregory from the Gregory Brothers. See, you, the gauntlet has been thrown. Make something out of that scream at the 206 mark, and have you ever seen the rain? And look, I love John Fogarty and think the song is amazing, so I want to say that. Oh. But also, sometimes he does veer a little bit corny, like when he plays that baseball bat guitar. Yeah, no, that... I would say you're being very kind by saying he veers a little bit corny. That's the corniest thing anyone has ever done is go on stage and play a guitar shaped like a baseball bat. That is, you're being so polite to say he veers. Like, I'm actually getting like hot panic thinking about him holding that baseball bat guitar. Yeah. Yeah, just like it makes me uncomfortable to think of him swinging it and hitting a ball with it and it breaking and like guitar strings snapping everywhere. And the guy who built it is like, I spent three years on that. Yeah, that those guitars are not easy to build because it, it, it's as narrow as a baseball bat. Do you know how hard that is to make the frets work on that thing? You know, it would be a cool band. A guy who played the baseball bat and a guy who played a Chapman stick. Like, so if it would be like if John Fogarty was jamming with Tony Levin from, um, from, uh, uh, a lot of different bands, uh, Adrian Ballou's band or, or King Crimson Mark III, of course, not Mark III. That Mark. makes sense, yeah. yeah. Like if he played with the, well, Adrian Ballou was also in King Crimson Mark III. Actually, he's not in Mark III, I think he's in Mark IV. I think Mark III was, uh, the traditional, uh, the, the trio. That did red and uh, Lark's tongues and Asp- Lark's tongues and aspect was also da- the guy, guy David Cross, not the same David Cross, percussionist David Cross was a part of that. Look, I'm going down a rabbit ask, hole here. I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a base level prog question. Okay. Does Tony Levin play? Are those just drumsticks that he tapes to his fingers when he plays the stick bass? I don't think they're drumsticks. I think they're probably Chapman stick. They're, they're special sticks. drum fingers or yes. bass fingers. You know, Tony Levin's bass fingers. <laughs> sounds uh-huh. like sounds like something you'd get on the boardwalk. Like except yeah. that it would be bass. It would be like fish. It would be 
Tony Levin's bass fingers. It'd be like fish sticks, but they're all just like the length of his fingers. And nobody knows how you actually say it, whether it's bass or bass. It's like, well, he plays bass, but it's fish. Yeah. And then he's standing behind the counter and nobody wants to embarrass himself. So they just go, uh, I'll get, uh, six, six. I'll just get six of them with, uh, the, uh, tartar sauce. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, six oh, of what? Oh, the Chapman sticks. They're fish sticks. The Chapman sticks. Well, that, uh, you, if anybody from the Chapman Corporation is listening, I think you just cracked their, their, their thing wide open, Daniel. Yeah. Well, that was my goal with all of Well, you, mission accomplished, just like on the deck of that battle cruiser. Mission yeah. accomplished. You can hang the banner behind yourself. That was a cool banner was a cool banner. It did not at all look CGI'd or, yeah. Was he wearing a flight suit? I think he landed on the thing in a flight suit, George W. Bush. Like, he landed and did, cool. like, a roll. He did, like, a, a roll on the deck. He did not do a roll. He did. He did, a, like, four. He covered, like, like, 35 feet of just somersaults. Wow. And then went into actual oversized bowling pins. <laughs> and those were soldiers? No, they were actual over it was like novelty like like Oh, okay. I thought kids. they were like human bowling pins. No, no, that would be like at the starting five of a basketball like an NBA game where they one guy pretends to be a bowling ball and the other four pretend to be bowling pins and get knocked over. It was not that. They were actual oversized bowling pins like from a from mm-hmm. from And like, then they just rolled into the ocean? No, they rolled on the deck. It's a huge, it's a huge ship. And they need to okay. use them more than once. They can't just, look, the military has a lot of money. They don't have that much to where they can just yeah. order the bowling pins, the oversized <laughs> bowling pins and have them fall into the ocean. Well, you gotta see the bowling pin budget's going up now. The bowling pin, look, the bowling pin, that's a good thing to be in if you're, I don't know if there's a stock for that. But bowling, if you can get on that oversized bowling pin, uh, you can invest in that. It looks, I would say, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. It's a quote. Not a uh, silver lining, but. Yeah. No. Daniel Ralston, at Daniel Ralston. <laughs> DanielRalston.com. It was good talking with you, Tom. It was great talking to you. Call again. You great- did it. I will. Have a great rest of your night, okay? Thank you. You too. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is uh, Matt in Hampton Roads. Who's this now? Matt in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Okay, Matt in Hampton Roads, Virginia. What's up in Hampton Roads? Well, um, I was going to tell a story, you know, an infuriating story about being stood up by a uh, someone who had put themselves forward as a professional, but I actually had a more simple uh, music question for you. Yeah, what's that? Well, my question is, what is the, the best record that a band put out after seemingly just completely going off into the ditch? Because, I mean, for example, my, my uh, favorite in this category is uh, Misfits by the Kinks. They sort of swerved off. You know, did the rock opera thing for a few years, and it was terrible. Then Misfits is, is wonderful, and you know the Rolling Stones have some girls. But I was just wondering what your thought on the subject was. 
because they kind of pulled it back together. You mean after you? So you're not a fan of Preservation Act? No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to tell you this, wise guy. Preservation Act Part Two, not so hot. Preservation Act Part One, that's a great. There's some great songs on that. I'll, I'll revisit it. Definitely. Yeah, you should. I'm telling you, Preservation Act Part One. There's some classics on that one. I'm telling I kinda, you. Kind of shotgun, kind of shotgun them uh, during a day, and maybe uh, sort of gave short shrift. Yeah, Lady, it's a song. Sweet Lady Genevieve is one of his all-time best songs. Yeah, I would check it out. One of the survivors. Here comes Flash. How can you put that down? I'm, I'm chasing. See the audience can hear this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, that's a great song. Uh, you know, it's also another good one is uh, uh, Daylight. Yeah, I'm vaguely remembering. I'm trying to, you know, putting my headphone up to my ear and not hearing anything on the other ear. And it's kind of disorienting, so I'm just going to take the word for, for how good the songs are and I'll check them out later. All right, you do that, Brian. Get off my phone. Guy's wrong on that, man. Sweet Lady Genevieve is one of the all-time best Kink songs. You know this song, Mike? Once under a scarlet sky, I told you never end lies, but they were the words of a drunkard. Right, Mike? That's like a classic song. Right? I'm sure they did. He might have ripped it off. He might have borrowed from himself. One of the survivors? Okay, puts down preservation. Johnny Thunder sitting on his motorbike Riding along the highway Rock and roll songs from the 1950s Buzzing around in his grave But Johnny Thunder, he's one of the originals Come on What's wrong with that? Right? And morning song? Oh, that guy, you guys You don't know what he's talking about Preservation Act 1. Mm-hmm. Right, well, maybe morning song's not so hot. But you know what song sums up my life right now? The Life of Me. The Sisyphus of New Jersey. Sharpling's Fist. Did you order the wings? Bone, oh, boneless. Oh, yeah. Put your tuxedo on, Mike. Uh, hi, Pat. What's up? The pizza place canceled. Oh, the personal emergency for the pizza place? I tell you, I better read about this personal emergency uh, in the newspaper tomorrow. Now, look. Personal emergency. 
say, look, I hope everything's fine. Hope everything's fine. I'm not going to say anything bad. I hope everything's fine. Got a feeling it ain't, man. Got a feeling I got skunked. Sick. Unforgivable. If this ain't an actual, you know, like I'm just doing that, like I'm just doing this for S and S's and, uh, giggles, right? Like I'm just here do it. Like I, like I'm going to book somebody just cause I think it's funny. Like it's, it's like it, it would be, Hey, maybe do anything possibly. If he wants to come, he can come. If he doesn't, then he doesn't. Who cares? Go away. No one wants what you're selling now anyway. You couldn't pay me to have that guy back in here. And look, I hope it's nothing serious. I'm sure it's not. It's what rock uh, people do. But yeah. It's all falling down for old Sharpling's fist. Rolling the boulder. Oh, here it comes back down the hill again. What's that? Sissel what? I can't understand you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Nah, that's, yeah, I'll stick with. I'll tell you. Try. Thought I had it. Worked for years to get one thing. It's gone. It's gone. It's all gone. I had it. Now I don't have it. Boulder rolls back down, man. All I got's this show right now. That's all I got. I got nothing. What's that? Oh, it shows not nothing. But it's not what I thought I had or what I did have. I need more than this, Mike. But here we go. Back down at the bottom of the hill. Back down at the bottom of the hill. Back down at the bottom of the hill. Stuck. Standing in the middle of nowhere. Wondering how to begin. Lost between tomorrow and yesterday. Between now and then. Yup. Best show. Hello? Hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, to whom am I speaking? This is Dan in Delaware. What's up, Dan? Sorry you're having a rough night, Tom, but I know you probably don't want to be uh, cheered up or anything, but you know how many of us out here really appreciate what you do. You know that, right? Yeah, no, I know. I appreciate it, too. I'm just... uh Look, I, you know what it is? I don't have my day job anymore. I, I don't work on that show Divorce I was working on. I don't work on it anymore. All right. Well, yeah, that's, you don't have to share any more than you want to. But anyway, I just, I know I speak for the entire 
SOT community mm-hmm. saying that we appreciate what you're doing here. So yeah. I know well, to you to get down, and look, people bro. don't want to be cheered up, but look. we appreciate it. So. I want to. I want to. Fix me. Fix oh, me. Well, you can't. I don't, I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that over the years of what you've done, you've you've saved lives. Um, I don't think that's hyperbolic oh, to say that. I don't think so either. I so, appreciate I mean, that. You should see you know, I, get, I get emails from here, people. But that's the other stuff, you know? Yeah, well, it ain't carrying, it ain't going to put food on the table, bro. Well, it's a phase. I have little kids, and when things get tough, I try to remind myself that, you know, the way they're acting now isn't going to be forever. Just try yeah. to think of it as a phase, and something else is going to come up around the yeah. uh, end, right? Yeah, I'll think of it as that no one's paying me phase. <laughs> that that, that those paychecks that I used to get don't show up at my house anymore phase right it, we all go through tough phases right Ugh, you're right I wanted to uh, ask you if you had seen uh, this show that's going to be premiering next week on True TV and this isn't a joke so what's it Chris Weber's full court pranks yeah, I wasn't listening to the first uh, hour. Did somebody no, already call in no, about it's it? All, no, but it's all I can think about. So my question is, though, because I was watching um, TV the other night, and, you know, I feel like it was a 15-second spot. It was so quick. Maybe it was a 30-second ad. They're clearly but... not showing us what this show is actually going to be like, and it's well, driving me that, up the wall. It's driving me. You listen, I'm talking about Impractical Jokers watching it, and then they tease Chris Webber's prank MVP thing, Chris Webber's full-court pranks. They don't show you what it is on the commercials. It's just Chris Webber going, hey, we got some real pranks coming up for you. What? Who's getting pranked? There's no no promotional material online anywhere. I want to see Tyrone Hill get pranked. So did you see the blurb? Like, they sent out a press release, and it's on, like, three websites on a Google search. Have you read this? No. Can I read it? Can I read it to you? Sure, you can. Read it. On Monday, February 27th at 10 p.m., True TV debuts Chris Webber's Full Court Pranks, the new hidden camera series that features some of the nation's biggest athletes and sports celebrities. So let's focus on that biggest athletes. I'll skip down a little bit. Um, Monday, February 27th, preview of the first episode. When you think of big athlete, uh, tell me if this rings a bell. Nick Swisher versus Suzanne the Fan. That's their first episode. Was this show made in 2013? Oh, look, maybe it's a little. Maybe the 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 might be some 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 uh, thin soup over in uh, away when it comes to getting athletes to do pranks. Hosted by Weber, the series' first season will welcome special guest Rick Fox. I guess he doesn't have that entourage money coming in anymore. What are you? What are you, oh, Matthew Solo. Solar Zeitz? Get off my phone, right? That guy. If I see another Matthew Solar Zeitz review, good. Right? Yeah, guy's writing a Matthew Solar Zeitz essay. That guy. I mean, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching, uh, what you call it, the, uh, the Harold and Maud. I open it up, there's an essay from Harold Solar, Matthew Solar Zeitz in it. Look, I hung up on that guy. You're right. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the kindness. I appreciate the kindness. I can't can't take it tonight. Yeah. I ain't got no, I ain't, I ain't got my job no more. So that's, that's what's been hanging over the kid's head. You want to know? That's what it is. I'll say it. 
Best show. Hey, Tom. This oh. is Coop. It's Coop. How are you, Coop? I'm just fine. I'm going to turn up my phone a little bit so I can actually hear you. I was just calling in to share my own story of being disappointed with Tommy Stinson. All right. This, uh, please. <laughs> go. Well, what happened with you and Tommy Stinson? Well, you know, it was so long ago that I had totally forgotten about it until tonight's uh, events. But uh, I've about, I actually went and looked on his Wikipedia page just to confirm the timeline of this. But uh, about 1998, I got a call from a, you know, some record industry type dude. And uh, he said, oh, hey, uh, you're, you know, you're Coop, right? Uh, you know, because that was when I was doing, like, rock posters and stuff like that. And he says, uh, yeah, you know, I'm working on this project with Tommy Stinson. You know, we're really interested in having you involved in this. He's, he's starting a new band. And now this is where it gets weird because... I definitely remember that one of the people in the band was an original Guns N' Roses member. But, Hmm. like, I went and looked on his Wikipedia page, and so, you know, there was Bash and Pop, and then he did another band called Perfect that I I think they did, like, one EP and then broke up. Mm -hmm. But this was after that. This is, like, because Hmm. what happened was, so the guy's like, hey, can, can, can we bring the band over to meet you? I'm like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So they all come over to my house. Okay, so here's Tommy Stinson in my house with all these, mm. all these, you know, other got closer heroes. than I did. <laughs> so, uh, so, and they're all really cool, and they're talking about, oh yeah, you know, we want you to like do the album cover and do our logo and all this stuff. And I'm, you know, and I'm in the back of my head adding up all the money I'm going to make off of this. Yeah, because it was, I think it was like Warner Brothers. It was, it was a major label. And so, so I'm, you know, they leave and I'm like, okay, that's cool, man. I'm ready to go. Let's, let's do it. And, uh, you know, a week goes by and I don't hear from them and a couple of weeks go by, I don't hear from them. And I'm like, well, that, that's weird. They were all hot and bothered to get going on this. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I was, well, I was probably, probably saw it on like MTV or something. This is when they still did music stuff on MTV. They're like, oh, Tommy Stinson has joined Guns N' Roses. I was like, oh, well, I guess there goes that money. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah, yeah. So I think there's maybe a tradition of this in his career. Yeah, well, maybe, I don't know, what did he, what did he join tonight? Skid Row? Is that why he couldn't make it here? Right? I think Cinderella, maybe. Yeah, he's probably in Cinderella, tonight, him and uh, Tom Kiefer. <laughs> you get Eddie Trunk and uh, do, do, do cartwheels now. <laughs> oh, I'm in such a bad mood. I'm in such a well. Bad mood. I'm my heart goes out to you, man. Yeah, it's, well, it's just it's such a drag. Thanks, but buddy. I think that you're 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 carrying on in fine form. Yeah, regardless. it's a waste. I'm playing of my some time. very underappreciated kink songs. Yeah, well, well. It's, a, it's a waste of my time. It's a big waste of my time and everybody else's time. The hoops we had to jump through to try to make this thing come together. Yeah, they're calling, calling, yeah. calling over and over. They called over and over to, uh, to, uh, uh, oh, can you do it? Can you do the show? Can you do it? It's not my fault. This album's flopping. You're in a panic now because nobody buy his dumb album. <laughs> yeah. You want a copy? Go to the, go to the, 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 the go to the, the recycling center. You get one six months from now. <laughs> do they still have cutout bins anymore? I don't think they do. Yeah, they don't cut out bins. No, no, this is, yeah. This is, this is, this is, that album is, you call a table balancer, his new album. Right? 
right? You balance that uneven table. <laughs> That's the one when you when you order when you order a record from somebody on Discogs and they put the two crappy records on yeah, either side yeah, of it exactly. to just pack it. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't get hurt. Yeah, That's like one the, of the records on the packing. It's the Brewster's Millions uh uh <laughs> philosophy of album uh distribution. Yes. When you're at zero, when you got rid of all of them, then you succeeded. <laughs> all right, Coop. Thank you. I appreciate your story. All right. Bye. Oh, best show. Hello, Thomas. Oh, you're on thin ice. What's your name? My name is Brett. I'm in Denver. How are you today, Tom? Brett, do I know this Brett? Uh, we've met briefly, but let's not call it like any sort of familiarity. Are you, you know a radio saying? guy? Well, you never know, right? Well, Tom, gotta, it's a yes or no question, Brett. I have been a radio guy in the past. I am no longer. Is your last name Please. start with an S? It does. Yeah, okay, that's fine. That's all I want to know. Go. Right, well, wait, what are you, what are you on the run? What are you on the, what are you on the lamb? Yeah. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, Brett. What, you, what's never, going? you never know. Don't worry, right? Brett. What, what's going on, Brett? What's going on? I just wanted to take a quick brief moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're talking about disappointment tonight, unfortunately. Sure, you know, I and, uh, you know, recently I went to, um, what is it, uh, AD uh, dot dot something, Bandcamp. APMike.bandcamp.com? That's, yep, that's correct. Yep, I apologize. Oh, you're not going to badmouth Mike, are you? No, but, you know, you know, I'm a big fan. I mean, he's like, outside of you, he's... He's my biggest, uh, I, you know, I enjoy his participation in the show. Sure, me too. And I, well, of course, everyone does. Yeah, so I'm not to get a, uh, you know, a, a signed headshot, of course. So you want to get you know. a signed headshot from Mike? And look, I've never yeah, heard a I, single complaint with Mike in these headshots. I've heard nothing but people be happy with them. Why, why, well, no, what happened, Brett? Well, the, the problem was, you know, I go, you know, I, I, I I open up my mail. I see the nice Manila, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. envelope sitting there. Yeah, what's it smashed? And it was like it was the one and only. He didn't actually sign. It's just a. It's just a. It's an unsigned headshot. Well, this is this is unacceptable. The Mike. Well, it's Mike, not unacceptable. It's, get in it's, here. It's a, get in here. Get in here. Here, here's the, here's the real. Okay. You sit down. And I don't want, I don't to, want to bring guy. it up. I just, and watch no. that mic placed where uh, the guitar mic would have gone for Tommy Stinson. Move that mic, the one that's aimed lower like that. Yeah. I'm not looking to mic your belly button, Mike. That was for Tommy Stinson's guitar, so we could get all those great guitar uh, tones. All right, now you're on with this no, guy. No. This guy's name Again, is Brett. Hey, 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 hey Mike. Yeah. Uh, this is Brett from Denver. Nice to meet you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a disappointment of, you know, opening it up and, you know, seeing that uh, the, you know, the headshot wasn't signed. I mean, things mm-hmm. slipped through, right? People don't show up for things, yada, yada. My whole thing was it wasn't for me. It was for my niece, who's a huge fan. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? what, was, what was your niece's name? What was my niece's name? Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Yep. yep. When did when did you order yeah. the, the headshot? Oh, I ordered it um uh, I don't know. 
It was right after that time when um, uh, you and uh, Tom hung up on me. I don't recall that. Oh, it was crazy. It was. Uh, Wait, know. are you trying to? Are you trying to get hung up on? Or are you trying to like actually prompt yeah, me? Am I trying to what? Am I trying to what? You you get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get what? I'm just trying to get my head shot. Yeah, I know this was a crank. It was more of like, a, you know, the signature, you know, that I was looking for. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you feel like you, you wrote it in like black Sharpie on top of, you know, your your backdrop or something. I, I mean, I can't see it. Yeah, well, I'm going to get off my phone. Yeah, get, I get think he was, he was trying to rile me up. Yeah, he's trying to get to you. I've never sent one out without huh. signing. What do you think? No. Look. I sign it. I put the best show sticker in there. Mm-hmm. Put it in the envelope. It's a whole mm-hmm. system I got. Yeah. 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 It's a whole system. Yeah. You think this guy, and look, and I'm going to say this. You don't think Mike can figure out how to sign these things? <laughs> it's like, let's give him some credit. Yeah. Look, we don't give him, we don't give him a lot of credit for a lot of things. We tease him a little bit here. But I think we can spot him the idea that if you order one, he can write your name on it. That guy was weird. That's like the time you hung up on me. He was, yeah. That's the last when you hung up on me. He was trying to get me riled up. And he was trying to get me to hang up on him, get his jollies. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. He's like, what's he? He's like uh, the human carpet. (laughs) Giorgio. Yeah. Remember that guy? There was something, yeah, going on there. Yeah, well, I have him on the show next. Uh Giorgio the human carpet. Mm Mm-hmm. Get him on. It'll be more chance of him showing. More people will buy his new album, Giorgio. <laughs> a bummer. Look, mm-hmm. I hope everything's per. I hope everything's well with him. I don't wish him any ill will. I sure wish somebody would have told me before the show started. Yeah. They, they, you didn't find out about this till nine thirty. It's what they call common courtesy. Yeah. Common. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Common courtesy. All I was asking for, I'm trying to do a show here, keep it professional. You just let me know. He's not going to, as soon as you know, he's not going to make it. And you certainly knew before 930 because you had to be in that car before that because he had to be here at nine. Get out. Best show. Tom, it's Jake Fuglenest. Oh, it's Jake Fuglenest. I'm worried about I the just, people. I worry about the people who didn't show up. Now I'm worried about the people who are showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. It's Jake Fuglenest, the star of the Fuglenest <laughs> Files. On it's just a lack of respect tonight, Tom. Uh, yeah, it's the same hiatus. lack of respect that Lauren Michaels got when the replacements yeah. did SNL and trashed the place. Yeah, I'm pro Lorne. Toilet talk. Yeah, I'm pro Lorne now. All of a sudden. Yeah, like you're right now. You and Lorne have something to talk about, and it's a shame because you didn't get a chance to sit down and talk with the guy who played bass on the rock remix of Puff Daddy's. It's all about the Benjamins. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about there. Yeah, and let me say this. 
My, my, the, the, the thing is trending, by the way. Uh, Sharpling Stinson is trending. Of course it's trending. That's a trend. It's a bad, the bad thing. <laughs> my mom, it's like, it would be like if I was Kelsey Grammer and I'm just like, oh, look, I'm trending here. And it's like, it's the 90 after he fell. <laughs> if that was the looks that he's finally trending on Twitter. Where is it at, Dudio? How high? Four. It's fourth in the U.S. now. Trending. Sharpling Stinson. And look, I hope yeah. everything's fine for this guy. God bless him. I hope it's yeah, all. Yeah. I hope there's nothing wrong and he's fine and uh, everything works out. It's not an actual emergency, but man, I tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not not up. this week. Yeah, How about up. not this week? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. How about it? How about it, Jake? Now, what's going on with you? What's going out there in Lipstick City? Lipstick City, nothing. I'm I'm home. I'm listening. Can I tell you something? I've been able to listen to the show live in a while. I'm listening to the show live. It's my greatest joy. I saw John Daly recently, and he uh, we were talking, and he was just like, "Did you hear? Did you hear the most coked up?" Uh, uh, performances all the time, and I had to stop them. I was like, "No, no, no, no! I haven't heard it yet. Nope. I got. I, I, I'm listening to it tonight, and 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 it's like to be disconnected from the from the live show has been killing me. And tonight's like the first time that I've been able to, uh, uh, you know, listen live in a while. And uh, and uh, I picked a doozy. You did pick a doozy. a doozy. Well, while you're here, let me ask you a few questions, if you don't mind, because uh, these yeah. I gotta burn these questions somehow. So, yeah, um, sure. when you were getting Bash and Pop back together again, uh, you know, it's over 20 years between records. Uh, what do you uh, attribute that uh, that that uh, long delay with, and then what what brought uh, you bringing Bash and Pop back again? Well, I think you know the inspiration really came from when I watched the documentary on the replacements that featured no replacements music in it, like absolutely mm-hmm. zero replacements sure. music. Yes. And I said, "Oh, you know what? I really got to get out there and like you know make some new songs because clearly nobody's getting to hear them in this documentary." And that that really that was a big uh, that was big inspiration for me. Sure. Well, that's it's. Uh, thanks for answering that question, uh, Tommy. Um, I don't want to say this is not Tommy Stinson on the line right now. He ba- he bailed, didn't show tonight, canceled. As the show was going on, he canceled. As it was he's, uh, yeah, I think he's uh, he's got a, a DJ gig with uh, Steve Aoki yeah, that popped up last minute, and yeah. Uh, yeah. He, Look, God bless him. God bless him. I hope everything's fine. I hope everything's fine. But you know what? Somebody could have. There's no way the 9:30 was the earliest that this was found out that he wasn't coming because he was supposed to be on the air at 9:30. He's supposed to be here at nine to be on the air at 9:30. The earliest you can let me know is 9:30. He's not coming. Do you get? Do you get a text? Do you get a phone call? An email. Email. Like an email. An email. Oh, an email. An email. Yeah. Because because yeah. who's check and that's good too because you know you're always checking your email uh, yeah. when you're broadcasting live on the radio. Yeah, exactly. You got your yeah, email. I'm here reading my email. Well, actually, I am, but um, <laughs> he's actually, yeah. I'm telling you, Mike. Mike, first of all, I'm through, Mike. 
This is what I want you to do. Get that pad. Remember an hour and a half ago I said you, there's a pad out there? Get that pad. The wings are here. This is what I want you to do, Mike. No joke. Get the pad. And in black Sharpie, right across the top, ahead, the header on this pad, write S list. Right? <laughs> S list. Now, this is what I want you to do. Number one on the S list. Write everyone who is making Tom's life a nightmare from which he cannot awake, semicolon. Last night, Tom dreamt that he was in a car rolling down a hill with a car uh, in front of him don't write this part. I had a dream last night. I was in, I was I was sitting at a uh, at the top of a hill in a car, and the car in front of me started just rolling backwards, and I had to roll my car backwards so I wouldn't get it. Oh, real hard to figure out what that one is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love, I love those dreams where you wake up immediately, like knowing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. It doesn't take a dream analysis uh, uh, expert yeah. to uh, figure out what I'm processing. Yeah. Exactly. So, no. Yeah. Oh, can I? Let's get to work on this. Maybe we can unpack this one and see what what's really at work here in your psyche. No, no I know it is. No. I rolled back down the hill. It's I got no job. Crystal clear. Crystal clear at seven fifty three a.m. I got no job. Yeah, Tommy Stinson cancel on me nine thirty. His album fashion flop. I don't care. I'm not gonna. I deleted it off my hard and look. I don't want to. Hey, no offense to you. Look, I see you on Twitter and the Instagram with your fancy. Who oh, is my? Here's me with the the Times Square T-shirt because I got all. Well, my, you're right on my. You're right on my Instagram. I got all my money because I'm working on H- the TV show uh, Hudson Hawk or whatever the show is you're working it on. Is. It's the, it's what the is uh, it? Amazon adaptation. Was it Ford Fairlane? You're working on the very, Ford very... Ford Fairlane or something. <laughs> Right. Actually, actually, Tom. Now that you have some time, yeah. and I actually have some time. We should talk about developing Ford Fairlane as a. Uh, There's no uh, way Crackle series. is not met on turning Ford Fairlane into a series, right? With Chris D'Elia playing. I, I really think that we could get a bidding war going between CISO, mm-hmm. Crackle, and yeah. YouTube Rev. Yeah. Bidding war. YouTube Red, Chris D'Elia is the new Ford Fairlane. Yeah, here's the and bidding we, and, war. And we can get yeah. Gilbert back yeah. in. Gilbert, Gilbert will reprise yeah. his role. Yeah. By the way, I think next week my episode of Gilbert Gottfried, I, I was on. I think it's going to be up. Oh. I think it's next Were week. Were you really? It's one of the best things I, I was ever a part of. It was nuts. Um, I love that. I love that show. I, it's I, so great. It's, it's well, become look, something had to fill the, the place of the Fugle Nest Files with the, the show where Somebody, he stopped, you stopped talking to all these old fossils, and then yeah. he, he slid in and started talking to Larry Storch and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Howard Kalen. Howard Kalen. and a half with Howard Kalen from the yeah. Turtles. Yeah. I couldn't have been happier yeah. when that showed up in my thing. I was yeah. like, oh, good. For, for an hour and a half, 
I don't have to, I, I, I don't have to suffer. Yeah. I, I don't have to be in, in a, in a constant state of panic. Yeah. Oh, here's the uh, bidding war. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna t- t- check in live with the bidding war here between, uh, CISO and, and Crackle for, uh, the Ford Fairlane reboot with, uh, Chris D'Elia. Uh, okay, here's the thing, uh, CISO has just, uh, bid $75. Um, Crackle <laughs> is at 80. Um, Crackle's at 80 and, uh, CISO just said, uh, what about 82.50? And, uh, Crackle just said, take it away, CISO. Well, well, man, this, that's the biggest thing they've ever done. That, this is going to be big. This got is, uh, uh, it'll put food, it's food on the table. You got food it. You got, table. you got, no, look, you're on the way up. I'm on the way down. And that's how it happens. Look, I get it. No, it's not a no, light switch that no. gets thrown. It's not a, look, show business is not a light switch that gets thrown and then one day you're, you're, it's, it's, you're on and then it's off. No, it's a gradual thing. It's, 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 it's subtle. And then you turn around one day writing, uh, the things on an animal planet, dog bloopers. You know, <laughs> I'm writing things. Oh, whoa, here comes the mailman. Oh no. You go from writing on an HBO know, show. One day you're on an HBO Emily, show. Next day you're Emily writing dog Nussbaum bloopers. Emily might take a liking to that. And that could be a, a career changer. You don't know. Yeah. You maybe know? get Matt Solar Zeitz to do an essay about it. <laughs> A seventy thousand thing for vulture about uh uh twenty ways we can fix uh animal planets dog bloopers. Uh here's how we'd fix Walking Dead. What are you gonna fix? It's bigger than the Super Bowl. You're gonna fix it's, it. Yeah. Bigger you know, show. Do you know the number one rated late night talk show? Late night of all the late night talk shows, the number one rated uh rated late night talk show is the uh, is Talking Dead. That that is the biggest uh, late night talk show. It is. Yeah, that's it. Bigger bigger than Fallon. Bigger than all of them. Not crashing. Talking crashing. I'm. You open the door. You open the door to crashing. I'm I was just going to say. The only way you know, I'd watch that. Be- the only way I'd watch that show is if he played an airline pilot. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say, like you know, hey, you know, think, you know, things. If things could turn around, there might be a spot on crush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, 2016, year of the toilet. Uh, 2017, insult to injury. Yeah, there but, you go. But, uh, you know, I don't know. No, no, maybe... no. Uh, that's how it goes down. goes down. goes down uh, one, one thing at a time. You turn around. Next thing, it's just like, uh, who's walking who? I want to go well, for a walk. I'm taking you for a walk, human. Well, I'm a proud Patreon well, thank uh, you, sweetheart. subscriber, and I encourage everybody to, uh, yeah, uh, to do that because this is, as I say to to everyone uh, who asks, I say this is my favorite thing in comedy mm-hmm. is is the best show. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. I just so, got a thing, uh, supercharge your resume on uh, Twitter. Thank, thank you for that, whoever tweeted me. It's either the funniest thing I've ever seen or the least funny thing I've ever seen for me to super. They said to put, supercharge your resume. Supercharge your resume I mean, and get the job you deserve. It. Hashtag Sharpling Stinson. That's, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's it. Cause that's exactly how show business works. Yeah. I, I've gotten every job yeah. ever from LinkedIn. Well, look, I'm going to be digging for that password now. <laughs> LinkedIn password. <laughs> oh no. I can't eat all this. 
we've talked about this though. It uh, looks like, like Christmas. Looks like uh, the Christmas turkey. Looks like Thanksgiving dinner is on the floor with me. <laughs> At least you go to bed every night knowing you're, you uh, you know you're funny. Oh, here's you a good one I mean? though. Enhanced resume and cover letter. Uh, Plus LinkedIn profile optimization equals increased ran- ranking and get hired. Hmm. This guy did right. I will. I give. The, we'll give this one guy credit. I've heard maybe three replacement songs ever, and I even I knew Tommy Stinson wasn't going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> that might be fair enough. I did. I did get the email today, and I was like, "Oh wow, Tommy Stinson!" And then I was just like, "Wonder how that's going to play out." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, Jake Fogelnest, you have your hit show, Hudson Hawk is back. And everybody can't wait to see what Hudson Hawk has been up to right now. Uh, who's on this show? Who is it now on this? It it's, doesn't matter. It's a, we it? got difficult people coming. Who is it? Later this year. It, you know. Anthony uh, Anderson? It's a show for comedy. It's a show for Comedy Central. We'll talk about it another time. Who are you it's, working you know, with on this? Who is this? They're, they're great guys, Jake Weissman and Matt Ingebrigtsen. They're they sound uh, great. They're real funny. Well, hopefully Matt Rand- Solar Zeitz writes uh, 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 a novella about uh, all this, and I'm seriously send, send me some. I want to see some of it. Send me some of it, please. I will. I will send, send it to you. Stuff. Send and, me the first uh, episode and the last episode. I, I, I love you, and uh, and I miss you well, a lot. You're sweet. I, I love you too, buddy. I, I miss and, uh, you, Jake Fogelnest. And uh, you have a grand evening, and congratulations on all your success. Someone's got to get it. It's a finite, <laughs> it's a finite co- commodity. And uh, if I can't have you it, there's what? no one I would want to have it more than you. So uh, it, it might be a night for for Mike to pull Pangea from the library. You know, cue up that Miles Davis record. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Thanks, buddy. You, you're your sweetheart, and I'll talk to you soon. Still hung up on him while he was mid sentence. We do have our limbs. So the, did the wings show up? Are you guys eating wings? Who had wings out there? How about you, Dudio? No way. They're greasy. I better do it again, 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 do it again. Best show. Hey, Tom, this is Steven from Denver. Mm, Denver's got a lot to answer for tonight after that last uh, Claude. Yeah, he was he was a little rude, wasn't he? He's weird. Weird, he's trying something, he tried, he failed. I know what that's like. You knew that guy previously? I don't know. What's your deal? What's your deal? You you, deal. you 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 sound fishy in your own right. I'm nervous about you too. It might just be in the air here, yeah. Denver. No, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you about a, a call you had a few times in the past couple of months. It happens to be a. Uh, 
Okay. What? And I wanted to... Your phone's uh, you, talking you, out, dummy. I don't want to mention names here. I don't want to mention names here. Yeah, you, I wouldn't, you can probably mention them because your phone's so terrible, I wouldn't be able to understand them. Okay. Get off my phone! Oh, take me away. Drink sangria in the park. And then, then later when it gets dark, we go, go home. Just a perfect day. Feed the animals the atmosphere. Then later movie to and then home. He's playing one of those uh, little, those little box guitars. I think is he. You sure love those, Lou Reed. Just a perfect day. You made me forget myself. I, I felt like someone else. Someone good. Take it, Luciano. Here we go. You saw your vicious. You hit me like he keeps doing transformer. You hit me with a flower. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Boom, boom, boom. Satellite of... Lou Reed's like, Satellite fall up to the stars. I watched you for a little while. I like to watch things on TV. Best show. Hey, how you doing, Tom? Oh, it's a perfect day. 
Yeah, I listened to the first hour of the show and I had to step out for a bit, but uh was pretty disappointed that uh yeah, what, are didn't make... what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I hope everything's all right, I hope everything's fine with them, but you know, there's no way nobody could have they, they they couldn't have let me know earlier. They they wasted my time, they wasted everybody's time. Yeah. I was kinda I was sort of looking forward to it because um, I used to work for Tommy. I toured with Guns N' Roses in 2012 and 2013, and I was actually part of the Appetite for Democracy, uh, whatever, the show. Um, yeah, it's, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of times where there was a lot of waiting around for things to be slightly disappointing. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Waste of my t- waste of my time, waste of a lot of people's time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a letdown. But uh, I think it's made for an interesting show tonight. I've been, I've enjoyed what I've heard so far. Yeah. It's been yeah, no, because you know why? Because I'm great. That's why. That's not a that's not up for discussion. Oh, I know that. No, that is not. I know I'm the best. That is not for up for discussion. I can do it. I do it. I don't need no one to do it. I don't need this guy to come in and what's he gonna to play uh the what's he gonna right? What am I gonna, gonna play back to back? From uh the, the, don't tell a saw gotta hear that? No. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They wanted, they, they asked us, can he come on? Can, can he come on? Can he come on? Please. Cause they called five times a day. They were calling, uh, one, one of our guys call. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Okay. Let's do it. Fine. Let's do it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. This guy couldn't pay me. This guy paid me 30 grand. I wouldn't let him in. Throw right yeah, in his was, face. Yeah. I was supposed to do this bash and pop tour with him, but uh... I don't want to hear this either. This sounds like a, you have an agenda. Get off my phone. Maybe you don't, maybe you do. I don't know. I truly don't care either. Best show. Hello? Oh, hey, it's Tommy Stinson. Oh, hey, Tommy, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Let me, uh, I know time's a little tight, so let me get right to the questions. Um, with your songwriting these days, how, uh, how is that, uh, how, how fast or slow do songs come for you these days? Is that, is that an ongoing process? Uh, like, is it a, is it a, something where they, you, they, you get, they come faster and slower at different points in your life? What, what, what's that all about? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, uh, the replacements tour, the reunion, that was a lot of fun. And that was, uh, was it really fun? I mean, I know you're somebody who likes to look forward in a lot of the project you work on and, uh, I try to get different things to think about the future. But how about something where you went back and looked at uh, the legacy of what you had done in the past? How, how did that feel? Ah, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, and how about with Guns N' Roses? How did you end up in Guns N' Roses, Tommy? I've been meaning to ask you. How'd you end up in Guns N' Roses, Tommy? It's what I want to know. Tommy, tell me how you ended up in Guns N' Roses. 
I've been meaning to ask you how you end up in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> that's a good, oh, that's a funny anecdote. Um, any other funny stories you got about your time in Guns N' Roses? Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And what did he, what did he do? Oh, oh, no, oh. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I just got to ask you, though, Tommy. First of all, thanks for coming in. It's a real honor to have you here. It's real great. The old days, you look back, would you do it all over again if you could? Would you do it the same way? What would you change? Mmm. 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 Yeah. That's, that's very true. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 A final question. And once again, thanks for coming in. It's been such an honor to have you come in. Um, when you were in Guns N' Roses and the Appetite for Democracy 3D uh, DVD came out, um, how did you feel when it won Best 3D Music Entertainment Feature at the 2015 International 3D and Advanced Imaging Society Awards? Right, that's a great way to end an interview. Thanks so much. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Claire O'Kane in Brooklyn. Well, 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 it's my friend Claire O'Kane, the comedian. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Besides disappointed. Yeah, I'm not disappointed anymore. This is mine. No? Nah, I don't care. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm just here on the streets of New York City. Well, isn't that fancy? Where are we? Yes. In Brooklyn. Cause... I'm in Brooklyn. And you are uh, you are just walking. <laughs> what are you, just walking around and being cool? Um, yeah, I would say I'm walking here, mm-hmm. to be exact. You have to hit uh, the. You have to. You have to slap the front of a cab when you do it. Now, though. Do you have to? You do. Otherwise, it doesn't count. I saw somebody do that the other day, and it was a, there was a huge argument that turned racial, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. Well, that part is optional. The the turning sure, sure, it sure. racial. The turning it racial part is optional. <laughs> You can just, but yeah, you have to go, I'm walking here. <laughs> can it be a lift? You can bang a lift or an Uber. Okay, good. And you go, and you still, well, you still say, I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> still say the same thing. So, I yeah. So, are you here here? Are you like, are you uh, living here now? Is that a thing? Yes. I live in Bushwick, beautiful Bushwick now. That's nice. That's very yeah. nice. I love it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Wow. You did it. You're here. I did it. 
You're here. The Big Apple. Oof. Did you, uh, when you got uh, off the bus... Yeah, I took the bus. With some uh, little piece of hay in your mouth, right? Uh-huh. And a backwards baseball cap. Yep. I certainly hope no one came up to you and went, Do you know where you are? <laughs> and, no, nobody did that. And then you'd go, Wait, where? I'm in New York City, right? And they'd go, Uh, you're not in New York City. Would you like to know where you are? Well, I thought this was New York City, so if it's not, no. I definitely want to know where I am. Would you like to tell me where you are? Yes, yes. Didn't I make that clear? You're in the jungle, baby. Okay, well, this is the jungle. I mean, but that should be okay, though. It's the jungle, right? No, there's something else. It may be the worst part of this whole thing. What? And you're going to die! What? That's the last part of it? You had to... You you ended with, you're, I'm going to die? You couldn't You couldn't just warn me that I'm going to die first. This is my... Yeah, they uh, had to build it up. They had to build it yeah, up. Yeah. This is from my uh, stand-up special. It's... Uh, uh-huh. I'm doing a special for uh, Netflix now. It's uh, It's my stand-up. Special, mm-hmm. yeah. Tom Sharpling's Chinese Democracy. That would it would out. it would have like a terrible title like that. I think stand up specials have bad titles again. It seems like that's like like they're like they're running out of titles again and they're all just like <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta banana cake. Oh, you got a banana in my pocket and I'm also Puerto Rican or whatever. Yeah, or just Is like that, yeah. Like the bananas, the banana diaries. <laughs> and you're like, what could that be about? The banana diaries. And, and then, then it, it's just a 30 second joke about one time they talked about a banana. Yeah. You're like, in their diary. That's a, that's a long walk to get to where this whole thing was called the banana diaries. <laughs> it sounds like you were just doing stand up and you tried to make it sound like it was a one person show at the, by, Putting two minutes at the front and end. <laughs> yeah, it was a callback, a banana callback. So Claire O'Kane at yes. Now people think you'd say like at Claire O'Kane. It's like no, at Baby's First Gun. Correct. Any any regrets about that? Any? No, no I there were there are hundreds of Claire O'Kanes. I think I'm the only one in America though. But there are a lot of Australian Claro Canes that really love to tweet. So, so yeah. Well, then, then I agree with Baby's First Gun being your <laughs> your Twitter handle. It definitely breaks you away from the pack with that. Yeah. What if you yeah, was just so. like? What if you still had to be like the real Baby's First Gun? Like, <laughs> then be like, oh no. Well, it's too long. Way too long. So what's going on, Claire? Uh, not much. Just trying to get acquainted with this new city. Not disappointed yet. I'm usually disappointed on a nightly basis as a a comedian. A comedian? Uh, You're a comedian? I'm a a woman. And I'll say this, uh, the ladies are, uh, I gotta really say it's, uh, the ladies are funny too. And I know this is something that guys, uh, don't want to hear. Guys, these ladies can bring it now. 
in terms oh, of in terms of the laughs. There are some right. very, there are some very funny comedians out there that you should all check some of these comedians out. <laughs> it sounds it sounds so weird, comedian. Comedian. Yes. Yeah, it's like a, I'm a stewardess. Yes. Comedy. It's great. Check out some of these because I'm telling you, it used to be a guy's <laughs> game, but guys, seriously, these ladies can bring the laughs these days. <laughs> We're out of the kitchen. Yeah. And on the stage. Well, no, that's what they talk about is the kitchen, though. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but we take it to the stage. You we take save it for the stage. Kitchen stories. <laughs> it's just like I dropped my spatula. Yeah. Oh no. What? <laughs> this isn't the right thing. I gotta shred this cheese. This isn't the right cheese grater. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, living that life. I would like to I'm often think about the name of my comedy special if I oh, Lord willing, if I ever get one. Would you call it Lord know. Willing? You should call it Lord Willing. Lord Willing? Yeah. I think that might alienate some people. Um, I think it could alienate some people and bring some people in that would Do be I, like, I, wait, <laughs> that wasn't religious. <laughs> They'd be like, I feel tricked. That wasn't a religious stand-up special. I would, I would have an ellaborate Set. So, like they used to have in the in the premium blood days. Sure, giant. Maybe two. They made a giant cross, a huge <laughs> pencil, glittery crucifix, like a huge pencil. Those the way those huge. things were always like. <laughs> I always love the way those things were just supposed to be like. Like you're in the audience, you're like, "What's this person gonna be like?" The stage has a giant <laughs> pencil on it and a <laughs> giant chalkboard and it's written like like they're teaching the alphabet to kids is this person going to talk about being a teacher this is going to be some kind of stand-up special i can't wait to see what they do there's a giant pencil and an apple and a chalkboard um i think your special still should be called lord willing claire O'Kane. just picture you're scrolling through netflix and it says New to Netflix, Claire O'Kane, Lord Willing. Oh man, oh man, I can't even imagine. I can cannot imagine. Directed by <clears throat> Lance Banks. Lance would direct it, right? Maybe, maybe I'd get Nick G. Well, yeah, I'd wait for that Nick call. Hey, Lance. <laughs> Good news, bad news, Lance. <laughs> I do have the stand-up special. It is happening with Netflix. Bad news. I think I'm going to go with McGee. <laughs> He's just hip. He gets it. Yeah. He gets me, Lance. <laughs> well, Claire O'Kane at Baby's First Gun. I hope now that you're living here, you'll come yeah. by and hang out in studio very soon. And I will get oh, to I'd see you because you're super funny, and I want to hang out with you. Yes, I hope it's better than the last time. Yes, you mean election night? Oh, you mean when you got in your car accident? Yeah, and then an hour and a half later, I was in a car accident where I, by all rights, I uh, should have been uh, 
at least mutilated? <laughs> God. I do I'm, think I cursed. I might have cursed you. Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I'm still here, All though. Right. Just like yeah. uh, Eddie Vedder said. Oh, I'm still alive. Yep. Remember when he said that? Yeah. Um, and then the well. then in my version, the deer would say, "Is there something wrong?" You said, "I think there is." You're still alive. Like the deer would be like questioning that I'm still alive. Uh-huh. Like the deer was trying to get me. So, all right, Claire, well, I'm gonna let you go. Lord Fra- willing, I'll see you soon. I will see you very soon. You take care. You too. Bye. Best show. Is this Tom? It is. Hi, Tom. This is Kevin from Austin. Kevin from Austin. What's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. I uh, haven't been listening to the show, but I heard you had like a disappointing situation with Tommy Simpson. Well, in so far that he didn't show up, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, what are you going to do? I hope everything's all right. Well, I uh, actually had a disappointing situation involving a musician, too, today. Who's that? So, uh... Allegedly. First of all, I want to say allegedly. I don't know who you are. I don't know what axes you have to grind. (laughs) No, he... uh, I was disappointed myself. He didn't disappoint me. Ah, okay. What is it? What is... Tell me about this disappointing situation. Okay, so I've actually called in before, and uh, this was for a Goner Fest a little while back, and uh, that call involved some car troubles. And oh, this is the young <laughs> this is the young boy who uh, who I awarded the tickets to. Yes, it is. What's your name again, Junior? Kevin. Kevin. You're a, yeah. You're a nice guy. You're a very nice guy. Thank you. Well, um, I had some more car issues today. Oh no! And it affected me by uh, having me miss Jonathan Richmond. You missed Jonathan Richmond live? Yeah, um, I drove three hours to Houston, and the moment I showed up, I was uh, about two and a half hours late. And then you missed the whole show? Yeah, I got to the front of the bar, and the guy just went, yeah, it ended five minutes ago, so I'm in Houston now. Oh, man. By myself, having missed Jonathan Richmond. And what's your car looking like? Um, It's like it didn't get into any damage, but it's uh, mostly because I almost ran out of gas halfway through and had to look for a gas station with a dead phone, which is kind of the same thing as happened last time. And uh, it caused me to, one, have to look for a gas station in the middle of nowhere, two, get back on the highway without a phone working, and then three, be in Houston, a city I've never been to before, without any working GPS. So I just had to guess where Jonathan Mm -hmm. Richmond was, and I didn't do a good job. (laughs) <laughs> so you were guessing where Jonathan Rich I'd say that's where that's where it shifted onto you was that you were guessing where he would be. Well, I knew the name of the club and uh, the name of the street didn't help because it was just Main Street. So anytime I asked anyone, they're just like, "That's the broadest name possible for a street." So yeah. they didn't know. Well. Man, I'm sorry, Kevin. I wish I had better, uh, I wish I had something I could give you. Oh, no, I'm totally fine. I just wanted to call in because I heard, uh, obviously, Tommy Stinson was a disappointment, so yeah. I wanted to talk about my situation, too. Well, I'm glad, uh, look, you're a nice guy. I'm glad you're out there. Be safe and get your car, <laughs> get your car looked into. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bad car. It's gonna just keep happening, but I'm fine. 
Sounds like your car might be a part of the uh, dirty verse. Bad car. I would be honored to have my car be a part of the dirty verse. Yeah. Dirty grandpa drives a bad car. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you get home safe, buddy. Will do. Thanks, Tom. Right. show tom yes we're on the air now we are oh hi hi to whom am i speaking this is courtney i live in las vegas courtney in las vegas what's up courtney hey tom well i just wanted to tell you that uh well i wanted to ask you actually who's who is tommy stinson who is he? Yeah, I don't know him. Well, he was in the band The Replacements. Yeah. Well, he's nobody to me. Yeah, well, I'm with you there, Courtney. <laughs> nobody to me no more. <laughs> so what, what's going on in Las Vegas tonight? 
nothing over here. I'm just packing up dinner. But um, I thought I should just let you know that you don't need to worry about uh, those flakes and, you know, all those famous uh, nobodies because... Yeah. Have you seen your Patreon lately? I have, yes. And it's, it's very flattering. It's patreon.com yeah. slash the best show because we don't do ads anymore. We just people give through the Patreon and that's how they support the show. And I appreciate it immensely. And it's people have been very generous and it's keeping. That's, that's what matters, I think. That's who uh, needs you. Yeah, well, look, I'm having a, a, a little rough time here. I, I don't have no job no more. Um, I, I understand. I got a pretty boring job myself. But. I don't have a job. Not that my job's boring. My job was exciting, but I don't have it anymore. Yeah, but you've got a, a fun uh social job life now mm -hmm. where you get to hang out with sure. us. Well, let me eat that. Like that. Let me eat that. Let me <laughs> hmm, let me put some salt on my social life. <laughs> mm, let me cut this. Ooh, you want some of this? You want you want some of this social life here? Let me cut you off a big piece of that. I feel you, but you know, your your friends, your your social uh life that listens to you and hangs out with you every Tuesday. We're trying to help you out. Uh, you look, I'm not blaming. There's no way nobody being blamed here. I'm not blaming nobody. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Thank you, Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to do? Am I done, Mike? Am I washed up? Because it's not, a, it isn't a light switch. It just doesn't happen. That's suddenly like, well, you're done now. What? Play what? What theme? The Rocky. I ain't playing that no more. I'm done with that. I'm done with it. Nah, I'm done with it. Nah, <clears throat> nah, I'm not. I'm done with it. Look. I'll say this. First of all, Mike bought the pizza tonight and the wings. Thank you, Mike. Pat and Pat tipped. And Dudio tipped. So look at this is the, this is, it's like a child's Christmas in Wales out there. I don't know what to do with the generosity going on. Mike finally cracked that wallet open and sprung for a pizza. <laughs> no, I appreciate. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> the wings, I'm being told, were uh, on the plus side were boneless, and uh, on the negative side, uh, the minus column, uh, they were greasy. So apparently, uh, Mike and Pat ate some uh, greasy wings. The wingman, wingman, how would you rate those wings? How many on a scale of one to f ten wings? Seven and a half wings from the wingman. The last ones were six. Last time I don't know if those were wings technically. I think that was some sort of chemical spill. It smelled for a week in here. 
Well, one thing, if you want to support the wingman this Saturday, prove it all night with Pat Byrne live at the WFMU performance space. It is a benefit show for WFMU's annual fundraiser. And guests include Vic Ruggiero, Nick Turner, Mo Fry Pasek, Seth Herzog, Caroline Bosa, Busa, sorry Caroline, Caroline, Caroline Busa, and guest DJs and friends of the best show, Sunshine in the Rain, and where do you, uh, where do you go to see this? You go to the WFMU Performance Space in Jersey City, Montgomery Street, and it's a $10 suggested donation. Money goes to WFMU. That is this Saturday at 9 p.m. Also, Dudio will be at the UCB Theater in Chelsea this Monday night with his troupe Bunt, B-U-N-D-T, as in the cake. That will be this Monday night. Did he leave? Okay. Monday night at 9.30, UCB Chelsea. Dudio doing his, uh, is it sketch comedy? Very fun. It's very funny. He's very funny on stage. I'm telling you, I've seen, Dudio has really blown me away by how funny he's been. Uh, with some of the stuff I've seen him do lately. Very funny guy. NAPMike.bandcamp.com. Classic. And he ain't going nowhere. You know that. You take that to the bank. That's money in the bank. NAPMike.bandcamp.com. And I said I'd give a pair of tickets out to somebody in the area who, uh, Wants to go see Sweet Spirit on April 15th at the WFMU Performance Space. We debuted their song tonight, The Power, from their upcoming album, St. Mojo. I believe the, uh, uh, the, the band camp, you can pre-order the album at the labels nine mile records.bandcamp.com. They are friends of the show who, uh, they're in two bands, uh, uh, one band is Sweet Spirit, one band is a giant dog, and they're awesome. Uh, Sabrina and Andy, Andrew. Andrew or Andy? I don't know. I call him Andrew. I don't know him that well. The song's great. The album's great. And I said I'd give a pair of tickets out to the April 15th show at... The WFMU performance space for anybody who tweeted something nice to me who's in the area. Whoever tweets now something nice that I can track here. I can't see who's from the area. You have to say, I'm from the area and I love you, Tom. I want to see Sweet Spirit. Hashtag Sharpling Stinson, although God knows why I'm still using that. Tommy Stinson was a no-show tonight. They said it was an emergency. Look, I hope nothing's wrong. I Seriously, all kidding aside, I hope nothing's wrong. I sure wish somebody could have told me before I started the show. But you know what? That's how it works sometimes. 
that ain't the big concern for me. The big concern is the 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 the, 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 the larger life stuff that I'm trying to, uh, you know, try not to bring to the table. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, guys? What are you gonna do? It's a sick, sad world. And then sometimes it gets better, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you turn around, you're writing dog bloopers on Animal Planet. That's just how it goes. And I try. I try, I try, I try. I feel like tonight was a, uh, I like tonight's show a lot. As weird as it was. I don't know how you feel about it listening. I'll stand by it. Anchor baby, you win the tickets. I'm following you. Direct message me. And I will figure it out with you. I'm going to end the show. In a minute. You know the way we end the best show. Right, Mike? Still like the show, Mike? You still want to be here every week? You sure you don't want out? What's that? Tonight was an instant classic. Mm, like the old days. Free, uh, freewheeling classic like the old days, according to Mike. Just a perfect day. Drink sangria in the park. And then later, it gets dark. We go home. Just a perfect day. Oh!
How are you, Paul? It's good to hear from I'm, you. Good to hear from you, too. I'm like, uh, I didn't know you guys were still going after midnight, and I figured this is when the real people are listening. This is it not is. like the, the normal fans. Yeah, this it's, is the it's real. This is the diehards. It's for the freaks. Yeah. Right? This is the it. weirdos. <laughs> you know. Look, we're not looking to get the people who are spending their nights at a Broadway show. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you, you, that seems like a dig at me because I was at a Broadway show tonight. You know? What? Uh, yeah, I was at a Broadway show, you know, because I like culture and, uh, you know, look, I don't want to get into like how I spend my free time. You know, I don't watch TV. I just watch Broadway shows, PBS. That's all I'm, that's all I'm at about. Well, look, I appreciate someone going to a Broadway show as long as you don't go see something that's like a, like a, thing with like an opera dude like a like you know oh, what I mean. tom this, look look tom i feel like this is really kind of just targeted right at me yes i saw a josh groban uh vehicle tonight mm-hmm. uh called the great comet of 1812 it's kind of like an opera but americanized about russia now it's a, it was first of all let me just say this yes in the united states we watch Broadway shows, but in Russia, Broadway show watches us. You very yeah. That's actually it's actually very true. That's Did, very true. And um, I also do want to say to you, <laughs> I also want to say this is the show that features is Josh Grobman, the one who sang that one where he's like the one where he's like, but I just haven't met you yet. You know the one who's like, you know. <laughs> no, I don't think he's that guy. No, he's the guy who is like a very good opera singer who then comedians bring out to do funny songs at like the Emmys and stuff. Gotcha. They're like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you sang like the Jello theme song? Blurred really? lines. Blurred lines. That yeah. dude. He's blurred lines, right? Blurred lines. He's the one who's like, I want to get you. He's the one in the striped suit in blurred lines. Did he wore you know, the striped did he wear the striped suit in the Broadway show tonight? The it was, black it was and white suit. suit. <laughs> you know, um I ever did I ever tell you that I, I uh shot in the studio where Blurred Lines was shot and the balloons that they used uh for that video were in the rafters, but Blurred Lines did not come out yet. So all I saw was like D I C K up in the rafters. I was like, who would have gotten balloons that say that? Yeah. Alan Thicke's son is who is the answer. <laughs> that was and it was a Alan, real crappy place to shoot anything. Yeah, uh, but to see those balloons just that, dying up there in the rafters—that is horrifying. Beautiful day. Well, look, I want to see. And all, all kidding aside, I, that's a show I do want to see before he ends his run on it, Josh Groban. Which I guess he ends. It was in a couple months he's done. Is that? 
I yes, I hear that he's on his way out, and the guy from uh, Hamilton is taking his his spot. Oh, yippee! The guy from <laughs> Hamilton. I gotta say, I will say that he was pretty amazing. I went in there not being the biggest Groban fan, but uh, Tom, I'm gonna tell you, if you get to go see this show, uh, be warned, they seat you on the stage, or a lot of people get seated on the stage, and it's a very nerve-wracking, uh, position to be in, because the characters in the play want to interact with you, mm-hmm. and I, I don't, I never know how to kind of play that, cause I kind of feel like my initial reaction is kind of like a slight smile, like, yeah, I'm in, I'm into it. But I, then I have to feel like I have to like kind of jack up my reaction to kind of make them feel like yeah. we're all in it together. It, it was it gave me a lot of anxiety to feel like if I, am I giving these people enough as they're playing an accordion in my face? That would be, you know and singing a song to me. That would be that's the embodiment of hell right there. I've paid <laughs> I've paid more than any other ticket in this entire thing. And I'm sitting in a seat where now I'm under the microscope at a Broadway show, and everyone's looking at me. Everybody's watching me watch the show now. I don't like it, and 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 they do things too. They do things too, where like they'll interact with you. Like, luckily, I wasn't a lady because ladies, the men are like sitting in their laps and whispering in their ears and making them do shots with them, and that is just it. It gave me anxiety every time it happened. I, I my full body tensed. I, I almost got the sweat from the please don't come over here please don't come over here yeah oh no that would be for me that would be like a nope can't do it sorry <laughs> when they're like showing you your seat you're like oh and you've got the seat on the stage no i don't <laughs> like, nope i don't i have that seat over there is my seat i don't care who has a ticket for this seat but they're on the stage now well, there was another thing about this, too, when they put you on the stage, and I didn't know I was going to be on the stage. I just, you know, I went to my seat. And the, and the theater is very much in the round, and stuff is happening up top and on, on the bottom. It, 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 there's stuff going on all over the place. But the other thing that kind of really freaked me out uh, was when I sat down, they, they looked at me very seriously, and they said, hey, you can't leave this seat now until intermission and that gave me another not that i'm always leaving my seat but the fact that i couldn't leave my seat created a tremendous amount of like well what if you would never have left your seat if you were sitting in a normal theater seat you never would have gotten up and left but now yes because someone told you hey just so you know whatever you do you cannot get up from the seat. Now you're just like, oh no, what am I going <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. You're stuck. I really, I really didn't like, yeah, it, it really, once you take away the option to leave, now I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm on stage. I don't know what I'm expecting. I yawned once and I'm having a great time. The show was fantastic. The performers are amazing, but I yawned just only because, you know, I came from LA. I was up at three 30 this morning and, and, uh, uh, you know, and I thought that felt bad. It was a lot. It was a lot going on. Too much. Yeah. Too much going on. It's a yeah. it's a great comment. What if What if you yawned and then you heard like that kind of like married with children like oh as if like <laughs> like as if it was just this judgment that you were making the audience some, is, yeah. the audience is watching me yeah. And just, yeah as if you were well, making you know, some but, huge statement about the quality of the show oh <laughs> just but I was wondering like. Do they ever get anyone up there just like, you know, putting their thumbs down like, nope? Yeah. You know, like, does anyone ever take advantage of that moment? I remember hearing a story that, like, 
Kevin Klein did a show at Central Park, and there's a guy in the front row who had was like I guess shaking his leg, and Kevin Klein walked off the stage, grabbed the man's leg, and held it tightly, <laughs> and then released it, and then went back up the stage. That is, yeah, that would probably so was just he was seeing it out of the corner of his eye the whole time, and it's just haunting him. Yeah. <laughs> Now that so, would be so he had to leave the stage to physically reprimand somebody. Well, that uh, yeah, to physically reprimand while still doing the show. Yeah, that would be. Um, all we're right. all animals here. I mean, you know, look, I I want to behave the best way I can, but then the audience was getting into it. Like you have to pass a letter to one of the characters, and the simple act of passing, this woman got up on stage and gave one of the main characters a letter, and the audience broke out in applause this woman who just really just got out of her seat and walked up two steps but it was it was an awe it was a married with children kind of uh you know i wouldn't be you know i'd say i'd say excuse me i know you said i can't get out of my seat here but this whole thing is making me kind of uncomfortable i am gonna get out of my seat but don't worry i'm not coming back i will not be coming back after intermission i'm leaving for the night anyone wants this seat that's between you and the production to sort out I will leave very quietly. I'm not yes. going to make a scene. I'm enjoying everything that you all are doing. I just don't want to be a part of any of it. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Josh Brogan, you're fantastic. Uh, I'm appreciating uh, what you're doing here, but not for me. Sorry. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> now, Paul Shear, what's going on with you? What's going on? What, what, uh, you, what, what's the, what's the, what's the hot word? Oh, man. You know, look, it's just about babies. Living my life, uh, no, uh, nothing. I got nothing, Tom. I got, I just, I, uh, I feel like I'm never able to kind of, uh, call in when I'm on the West Coast. And I was very excited to come back to my hotel room and, uh, listen to you via my, uh, phone live. I always listen to you on the, uh, you know, once it's already recorded and then I can't call in. So I just wanted to call in and, uh, and say, hey. Well, Paul, you know, I love you and I'm glad to hear from you. I hope I get to see you soon. And, yes, uh, I do too. Say hi to Josh Grobman, and um, I look forward to uh, seeing you soon, buddy. Yeah, definitely, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Final call of the night. Final call. Final call. Best show. Hi, it's Fred from Honolulu. No, this is not Fred from Honolulu. I know who this is. I was told that's the prank, Tom. That was the prank. No, this is fraud from uh, Los Angeles. No, it's it's Andy Kindler. Oh, it is? Hey, no. I'm here to bring I'm here to bring it home, Tom. Let me bring it home. You're gonna just we're gonna punch it into the end zone. We're in the oh. red zone right now, right? Oh like, man. Uh are you talking about with the old V U meters or the uh digital? We're talking okay. about with football. Obviously. We're talking about that old pigskin, right? We're gonna punch ah. it in. Hey, who is ready for the football? This is some of my old uh uh Hank Williams Junior material. <laughs> you're old. You're old. Now, was this material pro Hank Williams Jr. or? Anna? Yeah, I was like, come on, the guy has an opinion. So what? What's the big deal? What would you play? What about this bill? What about this? If it was called, if it was called, uh, Ma, Ma, Mar Kindler, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's you, you know, and Bill Maher every night. Free speech. Free speech, baby. And he goes, Andy, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> do you do you like his lip smacks? I, I, I can't. I don't watch smacks. that. I haven't watched that guy in five years. 
God knows why I, you're I ha- still watching. God knows why you're still watch watching. It. I had to watch it because Milo was. I, I don't want to talk about it, Andy. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't. Please, I've had a hard oh, enough. Gonna, night. I've had a hard oh, enough. We're going to do it. Oh, we're going. We're going there. No, Tom. We're oh, not, oh, oh. Tr- trust me. We're not. We're not going there. You can. Oh yeah. You can go, you can go there. You can go there. I've had a bad enough night and a bad enough. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, whatever. Stretch right now. I'm not. I'm not going there. But you. Did you like? I brought did it you up. Like my Tom. Did you like my Tommy Stenson joke? Very funny. I did. Yes, I did. You're. 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 You're right on it. And I knew I should have <laughs> taken. I knew I should have taken out a page out of your book. I should have had on uh, Brett Midland or who, someone like that. Who. <laughs> And to get one of your fellas on, right? John Densmore. <laughs> right? Well, I, so in other words, you don't want me to, you don't want me to get up all, all up in your grill is what I'm getting from you, right? Don't I get don't up want, all in your grill. This is what we miss for, this is what we, we miss from you. And the, the, I think I speak for all the fans. We miss that, that lovable Andy Kindler, the, right. before you were, uh, just, can't you smile more, Andy? What happened to your smile? <laughs> You lost your smile. I want you to go find your smile like city slickers. <laughs> what if you finding, what if it meant you literally went on some like ranch thing like that? Like I I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine. Uh, first of all, I could never say dude ranch under any circumstances. God, I am weak. I've got weak material for my time. No, no, I want to say last. and I want to say this. First of all, I want to say this. First of all, to to whoever's out there in in the the the, the, the to see so or any of these people to what happened to the to the the, the Andy Kindler uh, all the world's a stage I thought we had something hot oh, with that you've got me so pumped up with that all the world's a stage I'm telling you I they heard I heard too expensive I, they said I too heard I heard there were meetings being held about it there were meetings being held about well, all the I Andy Kindler with, hyd- I pitched it with hydraulics. And they were like, no, it's got to be stationary. There's a lot of money involved. For you to do the thing with the, yeah. But yes. look, it can be Too simple. Expensive. It can be simple. We just roll the stage and then some chairs and some, some of those little club tables, those cheap club tables. Those are the smallest <laughs> tables in the world, right? What What is that? That's like bar, they're like weightlifting equipment turned sideways, right? <laughs> like how did they, them. how did they come up with that where they're just like, Hey, what if um, we need four people to sit around this table? How big should the table be? I don't know, eight inches uh, in <laughs> diameter? That doesn't even fit uh, the two drinks you have to pay for. Yeah. It's four yeah. people. Well, they can hold them in their lap, right? They can hold yeah. the drinks in their lap while they pay $28 each drink. Um, but then when they go there, they get quality entertainment like... Andy Kindler, right? <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. They could put a guy in the moon, but how come they can't make those tables not wobble? Who's with me on that, right? <laughs> the tables are wobble. I gotta put a, I gotta put a, a, a sausage underneath one of the legs. No, wait, you said something tonight that you were gonna put under a leg. Yeah, Tommy Stinson gonna... album. <laughs> a cutout. Yeah, cutout. Oh, call, callbacks. Yeah, back. Call it is. It's like it's being at the. You think I'm at the UCB theater right now? Yeah. <laughs> you want to end with a big ha- a Harold? This end does with a feel Harold. like a Harold. It does feel like something where somebody would go. 
man, man, Tommy Stinson, and then walk in front of everybody, and then everybody start clapping. My favorite. What's that? Right? Isn't that how it would end? But you know what? <laughs> People should know that with you, it don't end neat. <laughs> Even when the show's over, you can still hear me performing. <laughs> There's just a point where someone goes, he's done, he's done doing the show for a, he's gonna keep doing that. Right. What he's doing now, we're just gonna take the mic from him now. You can, <laughs> you can keep following him and get more of it. Right. But he's just not going to do it on our stage with our microphone anymore, everyone. But it keeps going because that's my new, uh, my new podcast is, uh, 24-7. It's, uh, Andy, coming out. I just constantly have a tape recorder on all the time. I think that would be, uh, if, if there was an Andy Kindler 24-7, that would be, to me, a dream come true. Where if. Well, the, the, the next, uh, the next season's coming out. It's called Spring. Oh no! Oh, uh, so what, if, what if? You know when people? Uh, what if you like? So, like you said, you're going to heaven, and you know, like you see the light. You know, they say they show you the light, right? And you're like, I see the light, and then it turns out they're just flashing the light at you to like wrap it up. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. And the, you know what it seems to me today, Tom? The kids mm-hmm. today they don't even use it. When I started, they used a flashlight or a kerosene lamp yeah. to signal you to stop. Yeah. Now, now they, they hold a phone. They up. just use an app, a yeah. flashlight app. Yeah, yeah. Now they hold up a flashlight app. But seriously, yeah. let's get more. Let's get more in depth on the stand-up comedian experience because if there's one thing America can't get enough of is the is the inner workings of oh. one, of one profession. Inside people love inside baseball. But yeah, no. This is this is at this point the stand-up comedian things. They're not inside baseball anymore. That's it's right. Like, everybody knows. Yeah, it's like you're so far. It's so far past inside baseball. It's like it's like man, it's a show about a stand-up who's trying. To, it's like okay, look, I love comedy so much. I don't need the eighth show about the inner workings of. But then I was on the thing and I was middling, and then I got okay, all right. But then the check drop happened when I was in the middle of my uh, clothes. It's like, oh, oh. No, but you people cl- don't understand. It's, I'm a truth teller. I'm up there. I'm telling truth. And, and oh, I'm not a civilian up there doing It's like, oh. I do co-headlining jokes. You know what I mean. I love it if it's a thing. Prop material. But that's why, all, that's why Andy Kindler's All the World's the Stage would be so different. Because it would be... It would be you just doing the show, just doing the comedy. Not about, there would be no black and white behind the no. scenes thing of just you back going like, oh boy, I'm getting ready to go out there. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm getting ready. It's like, and I'm not even putting that down, but we've seen it already. <laughs> I don't, oh wait, oh, so there's a stage. Oh wait, so there's a back area behind the stage? Cause I thought the performers all sat in their cars until they had to go on and somebody would come and knock on their windshield and tell them to come on inside the club. Wait, there's a show backstage a where everybody goofs around? Show within a show. Show within yeah. a show. You got to understand, backstage is where show. the real show happens. That's right. 
That's where the you know, comics are funniest in the green room. They're the funniest in the yeah. green room. Yeah, the green That's room. That's where they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul prevents a Paul. Paul prevents a green a green room show. Right? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, oh God! One of these days we have to do an anger off. Me and you with an anger you off. You want to know what, Andy? Yeah. Let's do that. We'll do. We'll set a time limit on it. It'll be a fifteen <laughs> minute. It'll be a fifteen minute un. Bridled rage, just rage, where the two of us will just go at top speed, venting <laughs> about everything, and then as soon as it's over, we can't do it anymore. That's right. The bitter, as soon as you know, and, and to the point where the bitterness overwhelms the humor completely. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I, that was I thought that, that'd be the starting does. point. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, no, great. Yeah. yeah, let's give well, him a show too. Let's give yeah, let's give him a people. third show now. That's great. Okay. Oh, we got tall people. Give the tall guy a show. Great. Yeah, it's all great. Oh, it's a show. He's a he's a bad comedian though. Okay. Well, it's a day. What's a different look? Okay. Yeah. He's a bad uh, that's, a, that's an interesting yeah. angle on the whole thing. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. He's eating pizza. Yeah, it's a show. He's eating, and look. We wish everybody the best. We don't wish we? everybody the best. We really do. <laughs> we wish, no, I wish nothing but success for everyone out there. Everyone listening to this and everybody not listening to this. There's enough room in show business. I hope we all right. can have a, our own little piece of it and carve it out and make everyone smile and have a grand old time. Cause that's what we're all here. We're in the, the department store of life, guys. We're just living in the toy aisle. We're just living Hop in the it. Hop in. The uh, the rejection is warm. I don't know. That was weak. <laughs> plenty of room. There's plenty of room at the end. <laughs> in my new show, Comedy Barn. Comedy Barn. Andy Kindler's Comedy Barn. Comedy Barn. Like, hee-haw meets hee-haw. Well, I'm going to say this. <laughs> if there was yeah. any way to do just straight up Andy Kindler's Hee Haw would be the funniest show <laughs> imaginable. Just you behind the corn with the cornfield prop in the background. You're you're leaning across a bale of hay with a a lady in a skimpy milkmaid outfit telling her a joke. That, Thanks, Ellie May. Ellie May. Yeah. If you're just talking about like the griddle and fixins and and. All the stuff like you, you know, you're, you're just talking about down home cooking and all this stuff, right? Andy Kimmler's yeah. dinner bell, and it's you, ling a ling a ling a ling, right? <laughs> like you, you ring that dinner bell. Hey, it, let's go out to the comedy trough right now. Yeah, let's go. To who's over at the comedy? Trough. Let's see who's at the comedy trough tonight. Oh, it's Chris D'Elia. Give me a big, we got Chris D'Elia is at the comedy trough tonight. What's up, Chris? Strap on the feed bags. Chris yeah. Lee is over at the comedy trough tonight. Who's over at, let's, uh, and let's go over to the, uh, comedy trough, see who we got right now here, uh, who, who is this, uh, over here? And oh, it's exciting, uh, T Tim Allen dropped in at the comedy trough tonight. It's Henry Cho. It's Henry Cho. <laughs> it's Henry Cho. It's all of the, uh, all of the, uh, the comedians, what are they called again? The, 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 the blue collar thing? Right? Blue collar comedian. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love the idea that blue collar comedians. Meanwhile, one's jet is bigger than the next, right? These guys, are, <laughs> these guys, all have private jets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If you can pretend that you are a down home, yeah, country boy, yeah. then you just might be a blue collar comedian. Yeah. If your jet, if they <laughs> delay, if they cancel all the flights out of Teterboro because you've decided at the last minute to go back. And do some casino shows in Connecticut, you just might be a blue collar comedian. <laughs> if you do three and a half years of commercials for a buffet, yeah. you just might be Jeff Foxworthy. Could you imagine eating the food at that place? Could you imagine? No, he's not. If he's not, I don't think he's on there. I'm, I'm worried. Did they replace him? I don't see him on there. You know what? It's kind of a it's kind of a great thing they do is where you eat at that place and then you get heartburn and then you take the Larry the Cable Guy medicine. That hey, he you, sells. You, right. you know what I say, Tom? Take you have to take Prilosec an hour before seeing Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> but no, when you take the they, with Larry the Cable Guy, they say take two Prilosec and put them in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Before seeing Larry the Cable Guy. Oh. <laughs> so, Andy, you, yes. thank you so much for calling, buddy. I love you. I love I you, love too. You, I'll talk to you later. You have a right, grand cool. evening. All right. You, Bye. too. Be cool, man. Bye-bye. Be cool. I like that. Told me to be cool. I'll try to be cool. I try to be cool. You know? I try to be cool. It's hard to be cool. I don't care about being cool. I just care about doing the things I think I can do. Work. Make a living. Be funny. Get to do my thing. Get to write. Yeah. Not right now, though. Ain't got no job. Had it? Don't have it. That's how it goes. But, you know, I do have this show, and I take this show very seriously. I don't take this lightly. People are saying, but you got this show. I know. I know. Don't think I don't. I think about this show every, all day, every day, this show. I think about it and I work on it and I want this show to be as great as possible, you know, and you get a chance to get a guest to come down, a big uh, rock star, and you build the whole show around it and it doesn't happen. It falls apart during the show. What do you do with that? Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to say, it didn't happen, okay? I hope everything's all right with the guy. But I got burned, and I got burned bad. There's no way nobody could have given me a call about this. You're supposed to be here at 9. I get the word at 9.30. No. Unacceptable. I call that unacceptable. I am not willing to be pushed around anymore by some big shot. Can't give me the heads up to let me know you don't can't come down or won't come down. I don't care. I didn't want you here in the first place. Yeah, people were begging to come on the best show. Well, you know what? The door's closed. Forever. 
You couldn't pay me to get in here now. It's done. Because you know what? Guests aren't the best show. That's not the best show. People we don't know. The ga- The best show. You know what the best show is? The best show is me. And the best show is you. And the best show is John. And the best show is the guys out there working every week to make this possible. And they work to make this possible. And they put their time on the line. And I put my time on the line. John puts his time on the line. You put your time on the line to support the best show. And I know what the show is. It isn't guests like that. And it won't be. Nobody disrespects me. Nobody disrespects the best show. We keep going. We don't need ya. Best show, out!